It's okay. It's okay. He won't hurt us. He, he would have killed me by now. Okay, I think it's because we're not actually part of the movie. He doesn't really know what to do with us. Hello and welcome to another movie podcast. My name is Oscar and with me today is... Ralph. Luke. Oh. You like that You're guy, right. right? I like that. <laughs> I like it. Do it more. I like the zippity doodadness of it all. Uh, yeah, anyway, welcome. This is episode number 181, Palindrome. Um, and today's What's episode... That? Shut up. Today's episode, we're going to cover uh, movies that Luke here, the one I just told to shut the fuck up. I didn't say that last part, but the middle parts, but you know. But he meant um, it. He meant it. It was in there. Uh, picked. And those movies are uh, the 30th anniversary of Falling Down. I know it's not the first one, but we're going to review the 30th anniversary of Falling Down um, and a very 90s movie from our childhood. So 90s. So 90s. 93, of course. And, um, and that actually ends our current anniversaries marathon. Dun, dun, dun. I know. And then we're also going to review a Netflix movie, a first-time director. Um, they clone Tyrone is the name of the film, which is a black exploitation slash sci-fi type of movie. Interesting. We'll find out more. I'm totally playing up what I little I know about it at this moment. Um, and then finally, slash firstly, we're going to review the big epic Oppenheimer Currently in theaters and on IMAX, 70 millimeter screenings and all that. So those are the movies we're going to be reviewing today. You can always find this episode and every episode at uh, otherpodcast.com where you can follow our current marathon as we're finishing it up today. And um, stay tuned with the next one as well. And, you know, um, everything else we've done in there is pretty great. A lot of shit. Um that said, though, normally at this point in time, I remember, you know, I asked Luke and Rob and myself uh, how, you know, how we've been, how we've been you know, get a little connections going on. But instead, have you guys heard the horrible news in Hollywood lately? I don't mean uh, the strike, but the, the, the causes, the effects of the strike, the latest stuff. Yeah, the delays. The delays. That's exactly right. That's exactly why I'm here. Yeah, I heard they. Uh, the the latest thing I heard about the delays was they took away the date, the release date for the next Spider-Man and the yep. Spider-Verse movie. So besides the fact that the writer strike, which is very, I mean, um, I don't know what you guys feel exactly about the writer strike, but um, for the first time in 63 years, the writers and the Screen Actors Guild are both together on strike at the same time. With our powers um, combined, and the directors, of course, are also on strike. It should be said. Um, anyway, uh, how do you guys, and just very quickly, because it's not the main topic, but like, how do you guys feel about the strike? Uh, you're up for it. You're against it. What do you want? How do you feel? Um, I'm totally, from what I've seen, primarily from the perspective of the artists that are on strike, I agree with them on certain aspects, how it's bullshit that they want to just, you know, use AI yeah. for things like, you know, hey, come on for one day and then we'll AI you for the rest of the, you know, shots. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't even have to be here. We just need and your the, likeness. Uh, and the streaming pay is also. The streaming pay, good. apparently they I get jack shitty. shit on streaming. So Pretty shitty. Uh, there was this video on TikTok of, uh, I forget who the actress was, uh, of an old show she did. And she looked, she got her residuals for the month or whatever. And it was like 26 cents or something. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Um uh, Ralph, how do, how do you feel? You're a pro on it, or, or yeah, you're artist it's weird, or right? This is, I don't, I don't know enough to. Like, I try. I tend not to like. I tend not to like go super far into details because I've heard both things, especially like. I mean, you can definitely read both their point of views directly. 
Yeah, yeah like I, I feel like um, at one point, if everything, if if everything, how they besides the stuff, the stuff that you guys said, but when they, I feel like when they do get paid, they've already been getting paid like not the worst. And I know you want something better. That's cool, and that's fine. I don't disagree. You should fight for better wages on those stuff. But when you're getting cut out like that, well, for equal wages, because the whole point is that the studio heads have hundreds of millions of dollars for one movie, where they're getting like very little, and they're creating the piece of work that they're right. Sure, no, and I get like that. Uh, no, no, I get that. Right, right, right. But there's that the, component. No, the, no, and I and I understand that there's yeah. that that component. Um, and then I I have to look at it from the perspective. Of, well, they're also. The, the studio is the one fronting all the money, right? So yeah, and also so that we're all, and we only know of ten percent of the famous ones that get paid a lot. The, the right, ninety exactly. percent don't get paid that much. Yeah, I, I'm, you know, I'm definitely living. I'm definitely more on the on, yeah. on the uh, workers here than yeah. the one percenters, right? But right. it's just right. uh, there is like little things. That I just feel also like you know you're making a lot more money than other people do already. Like just you know <sighs> in the in other people's job. Besides the point, but but, um, but yeah, besides yeah. that, I. Uh, yeah, some of them are getting like royally screwed. Yeah, and, uh, it's easy I, to... I agree. It's more like yeah, just like let's make it fair, um, and, right. and that aspect, and that's a hundred percent I'm down for. Yeah. But it's shitty too that um, it's cool that they're like they're sticking to their guns, um, but it's shitty because uh, of where we are now. Because now we're getting that. Now, now now there's ramifications to it. Right? With the with the actors going on strike, there's nothing being produced right now. Nothing, and we don't know how. I still know an insight. Didn't some movies get waivers or something that where they can shoot or something? So uh, there are ways, for example, like uh, British actors, for example, they have their own association. They're not on strike, so they can be hired, for example, right, to do things. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and it's it's Um, crazy because we just had like an amazing opening weekend for Mm -hmm. movies. Probably the biggest biggest comeback to movie cinema, you know. Yeah, bigger than last year's uh, Tom Top Gun. Um, I right. think it was. Yeah. Um, it's, it's. I mean, that that's another thing we could talk about too. But that's not in my thing right now. No, no, no yeah. Um, but the the new wrinkle of things because so many things have been canceled already. The latest ones because of the actor screen going on strike as well. Um, is that for example, Deadpool three got uh, delayed or got shut off because um, they didn't really need a script. They were like they were all like it was all improv. But once the actors went away, that movie's fault to production as well. So that affected that as one of the more recent effects. But more recent than that, um, since the while on strike, the actors can't can't act or promote, and the promote yeah. is very vital. So yeah. that when a movie can't come out, and then the actors can't like go on their Instagram and promote it, yeah. so because they're on strike, so it's affecting movies this year today. And some movies that have been made already or are in post-production, you know, and some of which are like, I'm going to talk about them right now. One of which is Challengers. Has anyone seen that trailer? The no. Zendaya tennis movie? No. Oh, yes. I, I've seen that one. Yes. Yes. No. That movie. You don't want to watch trailers. She does the. Uh, the it's by Luca Guadagnino, which is, I love that director. And Ooh. that one's got, the, that one got pushed back till uh, next year. Who, April what director? What? What director? Uh, Luca Guadagnino. Sorry. He sure. did the. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of that one movie I know you saw. He did the Call Me by Your Name. I don't think you saw that one, but mm-hmm. um, he did. Uh, I mentioned one of his movies recently that I saw. He did a movie from last year, Monsters something. Oh. Um, sorry, he's famous, but whatever. You say so. Um, yeah. So that movie got pushed back. It was gonna come out in a couple of weeks, but she can't promote it, and it got yeah. pushed to next year. Um, Didn't they also push back the Emmys or something? Oh, I don't know about that. I, mean, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, I think some award show got pushed back because of this. Yeah. Oh, but hold on. Um, yeah. 
as of June 30th, 2023, Netflix revenue for 12 months, $32 billion. Wait, say that again? In the last year, uh-huh. Netflix revenue was $32 billion. That's a lot. It's a shit ton of money. Yeah. Um, the, um, uh, what do you call it? The um, Beyond the Spider-Verse got, obviously, because uh, they were, like, working. I mean, they finished one. They finished Beyond the, not Beyond the, Across the Spider-Verse, and then they released it, right? But, like, um, Beyond was already, you know, heavily into its production, I think, and that got pushed back, too, heavily. Um, there is a Dune 2 was kind of was coming out this year. Remember that? Yeah, we saw the trailer for it. It's gonna be pushed back to next year. Fuck! Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, Gran Turismo got pushed back two weeks, and I was pissed about that. Two weeks, yeah. Two. I was gonna mention that one as well. Uh, yeah. Wh- why is that one getting pushed back two weeks? Is it just to like space it out? Again, the, well, that's the thing is that the studios want to space them out, right? Because right. they have nothing in between these things. Yeah, that, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Right. And it's already been like a horrible thing since COVID to bring movies back on theaters. You know, yeah. back to regular I mean, schedule. They've been pushing uh, hard too. Yeah, they have. And, and like I said, this is the best. Weekend. But also, like yeah. I said, the actors cannot promote. Yeah, it looks right. like we're going to be doing a lot more uh, back. Uh, yeah, we'll back we'll get to that. Actually, uh, in a minute. Uh, another one that got pushed back was Aquaman, uh, which was already did, on its way. Oh, did, no. didn't even know, didn't even know that was. A well, I don't know if you guys know this, but Aquaman the sequel, which is called Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom, lost not last, um, was supposed to come out like two years ago. It's been pushed back this whole time. <laughs> this yeah. whole time. I don't know if Amber heard about it, but uh, wow. Well, it took me a second there, but man. yeah, I was like, "What do, do you I regret knowing that? Do I regret?" And then, and then I was that? like, "Oh, oh my god, yeah. that's bad." Wow. <laughs> uh, the color purple. Anyone seen that trailer for the musical uh, I version? I saw it recently. I saw the trailer recently. I've yeah. never Push seen back. the original. Pushback. Don't worry. It's not you going. Think, to, it was going to come out in December, I think. You, and now you think Oprah's mad? Probably. No, no, her billions of dollars. Andor sure season two. Nice. Andor season two got pushed back as well. Wicked, the movie Wicked. Oh, uh, they were gonna what make a, a, a what about Loki? Movie. I think they had that finished though. I don't know how far they're into that. I'm not there yet. Uh, Mission Impossible, of course, the the next one uh, you know, was supposed to be released next year in June. I don't know when that'll be anymore. And that affects a lot. A lot. Uh, yeah. You know that would explain why I watched the Hot Ones. You guys watch the Hot Ones? That sounds familiar. What? Is oh, that? that's where they eat the fra- the chicken with the bo- different types of hot sauces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yes. Okay, yes. I know so it now. They, and they do a lot of promotion for movies like mm-hmm. there yeah and it's funny that uh, the the transition lately has been a lot of like more music artists and you know, more different oh that people. makes sense so it's interesting to see because that, they like, probably they probably have contracts for that like they have to promote the, the so, actors we get you, you have to promote uh, the movie they're oh yeah that's usually what it is and they're usually and, they, and yeah. they always said it they always said like we usually ask to be your last slot because we don't want to ruin your next interview right because you know you're gonna come out dying from you know fucking right 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 right. right you can't go to the next interview that way um hold on question what about things like i remember they can't go to conventions either these actors like no they, can't promote. they cannot promote well promoting is part of the it'll break um, their yeah it's like it's not good because I'm, I'm actually supposed to go to a horror one next week a horror what convention oh really? a horror movie convention yeah flashback i think it was the one man you didn't invite me my friend selling uh, for Severin. You heard of them? Severin? No. Uh, they, they distribute like horror movies. Okay. So cool. he, I was going to go check it out. Oh, yeah. Wow. That sounds cool. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, but, but I mean, there's there's a lot of actors there that you know they do they go there and they you know that's how they make their bread and butter. Yeah, I, I don't know how it the, works. The autographs, promoting photos. older movies, but as far well, as new movies, I would no. assume you could still do anything that's old work. I, I assume, but I have no idea. That's I don't like, know how that works. You know, statute of limitations or whatever like, doesn't matter. Like, I have no idea. I would assume, um, and but and but also the movies are made in 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 the houses and shit like that. That's and that's all probably okay too. Yeah, based right. on whatever they want to do or their schedule allows. Um, so I just want to say that because of this stuff, which sucks royally, obviously. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard for not just this year because let's say let's say optimistically, and I don't think it's gonna happen. The strike ends this year. Um, it's still gonna take a while to everyone get back running and stuff. You know, it's not gonna be right away. You know, it's not like they left their place exactly, you know, like they have to. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean there's the wheels are going to spin up and it's going to take about another like 10 months, you know, or so to get back on. And that's that's best case scenario. And that's going to suck. So um, that said, though, obviously, we're not going to stop reviewing shit. We're going to figure it out as we go along here. Um, I mean, Rome's booked for probably like 20 more movies. <laughs> Who's booked? What? Rome. Rome. Rome, the city. Oh, I see. No, I know the joke. Fast X. I was thinking yeah, of the yeah, place. Yeah. I'm like, what I, I got his about? joke. I just decided to ignore it. No, I, I took me a minute. I forgot about last la, our last review. Um, yeah, that's that's good. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so um, it's gonna. It's, I just, just want to point light out that that's it's happening. We are aware. At least I am. Um, and now we you are know. with you. Sad and that uh, we will uh, still continue doing the show because we love it and we're going to review movies even if they're older. Or like we'll review like maybe recently we released this uh, earlier in the year as opposed to like uh, brand new, brand new. Um, we'll see. Um, should we uh, stop wearing belts in solidarity? Belts? Yeah, so Why? our pants can sag. That's really terrible. <laughs> you really on a roll of being an awful person today. I am. <laughs> 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 you're like you're nailing it as a as a share sh- shitty person. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks, Ron. Uh, I only want to make one of you laugh. That's, I don't care who. Um, okay. That said, though, real quick is that obviously, as we just uh, Rob mentioned, that's uh, the biggest weekend ever, right? For like, who would have thought that because the stu- these studios kind of hate each other, that it led to one of the best successful opening weekends like of all time i guess we'll have to like be so desperate to watch sounds of freedom for next review or something i mean i sort of want to see that movie only because i want to see what people are bitching about <laughs> i wasn't uh, gonna watch it earlier this weekend just, yeah i think it just uh, came out on rental so maybe already well, i, I think so i think so um but anyway this is one of the biggest movies like i said and you guys know why like uh, i mean because uh, i don't know if you guys know but the studio that made barbie i forget the name sorry um was originally, you know, they they were it was originally Nolan's part, you know, studio, and obviously he left them. I forget under what circumstances, but they weren't pretty from what little I heard or read about, and um, and basically like his the the release of Oppenheimer and their release of Barbie was like no, we're not fucking because they they purposely plan they plan every weekend out all these studios even if they're competition like they plan it all out in advance what, what so that their big movies don't fight with another. They want that. They don't want two blockbusters at the same time. Nobody wants that. It you, fucking the, divides everything. You said the production company? Uh, studios, uh, production company, sorry. Not Warner, w- Warner Brothers? Yeah, Warner Brothers. Okay. Yeah, it must have been Warner Brothers, yeah. That yeah. was the original. It's Heyday Films and Lucky Chap Entertainment. Those are the yeah. three. No. Top And um, anyway, and it led to this, like, this petty kind of thing where they allowed 
uh, both movies to be released. And obviously, as you all saw on TikTok and on streaming or whatever, yeah. that everyone became like assess like which one you're gonna see first in what order like yeah, basically Barbie, it benefited both movies more than they would have if they had their own independence well, I, yeah i heard oppenheimer had like almost no budget no like uh marketing right like very little marketing no they had a lot of marketing no no, no no like it came comparison to barbie oh uh, maybe not i don't know though you may i didn't see those numbers but you're probably right though yeah um but uh well it's clear, the clear winner is barbie in numbers and yeah, which was expected. Listen, my expected. theaters were packed everywhere for Barbie. So, yeah, so but much so pink. was Oppenheimer. So much pink. So much pink, yeah. Yeah. But so and was Oppenheimer. But Oppenheimer is that movie that you're like, but I'm going to splurge. Was a I'm going to splurge and watch yeah. this movie in yeah. the best quality I can. Yeah. And that's that's the difference, right? Yeah. I'm just glad the writers went on strike right now so we don't have a bunch of shitty Barbenheimer jokes on late night TV. <sighs> Man, that's not a bad I mean, do you watch late night TV? All the time. Do you really? No. no. He okay, then what the word do you give a shit? You're not going to hear the jokes anyway. That was that. Exactly. That, that was, was the, the joke. joke. Yeah, exactly. I'm for hire, non union. I'm kidding. I'm not a scared. I mean, that's why they'll hire you for no money. Uh, I'm kidding. I don't know what they'll do. Okay, so that was it for the topic. I just want to talk about that for a minute. For a minute. Now we can get into some recent discoveries. Uh, Luke, you did have something? I didn't see anything. Right, you did not. You're the one with the strike. No, that's not why. Okay, um, I'm busy. Sorry. Now, Raf, you said you only seen Barbie, right? Yeah. And did we see this together? Remind me. No, right. No. We saw Oppenheimer together, right? Correct. I forget. Okay. Yeah. Um, I saw Barbie as well. Now, before we talk about this, I want to give you the option, Raf, whether or not you want to talk about it, knowing the fact that when is my turn next, I'm going to pick Barbie. Uh, we'll, we'll even talk about it. We can just mention it real quick. Okay. Just, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna what give do you, you mean my, your turn next when it's after Roth movies. My yeah. turn. I'm gonna pick Barbie as one of the reviews. Oh, reviews? Yeah, main reviews. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He's forcing you to watch it. Yeah, um, I was gonna watch it next week. No, I mean that's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I really want to talk about it. Um, so, uh, so knowing that, Rob, you want to talk? Uh, so, I'm gonna I'm gonna say two things, and I'm yeah. just gonna give you my first impressions, my real quick like my thing about it, which is 100. Uh, percent You should go watch this movie. Um, it's uh, it's a, it's a really, it's a really interesting movie, actually. Um, it's a really good story, and I had loads of fun watching this movie, and. Uh, and uh, my favorite line said by anyone that's seen this movie so far is my son's line. And I think I texted it in the group chat, or I think I texted you individually, Oscar, mm. which was, um, I obviously took my son to watch this movie. Well, me and my wife and my son. And he said, this movie's for little kids, before we got there. Barbie's for kids. Barbie's for little kids. And then we leave the movie, and he's like, Barbie is not for little kids anymore. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. So that's that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I mean, uh, what I would say, and kind of goes with that a little bit, is that this is um, not your grandma's Barbie, but it is meant for your mothers, your aunts, your sisters, your older sisters. It's not for little kids. This is definitely meant for um, a higher age uh, group than you, than the movie might make you think. It's not meant for like children. It's not a kids movie. It's a PG thirteen, I think. I'm not 100 percent on that. I think it is. Anyway, and um, and I think the movie reflects that in a lot of its uh, point of views and a lot of uh, the, the points that it goes to, and it's uh, very interesting. And even though 
like like no movie's perfect, and I think uh, this movie has some flaws in it. Um, I still think it's like four stars, no problem for me. It's a really uh, fun and great topic and movie um, uh, plots and, and and arcs that it has. And on top of that, it's also entertaining as shit. And yeah. uh, man, the production design is really excellent too. I really like that a lot. And yeah. the music is fun. It's still a lot of good time. It's a real good time. Um, and America forever, forever. Anyway, um, yeah, that's all I'll say on Barbie as well. Now, that means that you're done, right, Raph? You haven't seen anything else? Correct. I haven't seen anything else. Okay. <laughs> so um, I'm going to go to my next one here, which are not going to be long because uh, I don't have a, a great things to say about it. But I saw – oh, not a lot of things to say about it. I saw a movie um, in catching up to last year's movies that I wanted to see and then never got to. I saw Vesper, which I assume you guys never heard of. I, did, um, I have, yeah. How was it? Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. It's on Hulu right now. So it came out on Hulu recently, and I was like, oh, shit, I've been meaning to watch this, and I just put it on. Struggling to survive with her father after the collapse of Earth's ecosystem, 13-year-old Vesper must use her wits, strength, and biohacking abilities to fight for the future. Um, yeah, this uh, that, that, that synopsis makes it sound like it's um, a plot to a video game. And many of the things in the movie do feel video gamey. Like it feels like, oh, I rather, I I said to myself, like I kind of rather play this movie than it is to watch it. Um, and I would say that this movie was, it wasn't great, but it was pretty good. Um, it has um, interesting world building, but obviously you could tell by the uh, the fact that its budget is not like high end that they couldn't show probably more than they wanted to. Like there's a lot of unexplained world building mechanics regarding the. Um, the land, a lot of with the land, a lot of with the uh, the sex of people, sects of people that exist in this land, um, the cities that they're not allowed to go into. Like a lot of that stuff isn't really quite fleshed out because they probably couldn't show it because it was too expensive. Um, and probably didn't have enough actors or whatever. So it's all very low-key. Like the whole film is um, is shot basically in a forest, in barns in a forest that they live, where they live in the outdoors. And... Uh, and uh, the plot, I think, gets um, sometimes a little trite, a little too formulaic, and a little too confusing. Um, not confusing, but like the movie is um, a lot of times it's very methodical when it's, you know, when it's, I think it should be a little more sped up. And, uh, and it leads to a lot of like, oh, I don't know where this is going and is it worth it at the end? But um, there are some really cool things in the movie, regardless of that. And I think it's overall point and message when it uh, gets to the end, even though I don't like where it ended, I did like what it was trying to say about it about um, Earth and all that shit. Um, it is not a movie about, like, um, how we're fucking up Earth, but it is also ex- a little like that. You know? So uh, that's Vesper. Again, it's on Hulu currently, okay. if you are interested. Um, the next movie I saw is Hotel Artemis. Has anyone seen this one? Why does so, that sound familiar? It does sound familiar, right? Uh, it's from 2018, so right before COVID. Uh, set in riot-torn near-future Los Angeles, Hotel Artemis follows the nurse, capital N, who runs a secret members-only emergency room for criminals. Okay, I remember the trailer. Yeah, you, uh, me too. That's the only reason I probably saw it. I wanted to see something kind of like, you know, something background-y while I was making Legos. So I saw this movie, and it stars uh, Jodie Foster, Sofia Butella, and Dave Bautista. And um, I would say it's a fun movie. It also has um, um, was uh, Charlie Day? Is that his Sheen? name? Huh? Is it Charlie Sheen? No, no, Charlie Day. 
Um, it has Jeff Goldblum in it as a, like the big like mafia boss, which is fun to watch because um, you never really see him do that. Although, I mean, you saw that in in, um, in Thor Ragnarok, but not in uh, not in general. And Brian Terry Henry's in this movie, and a, a lot of good. I mean, oh, Sterling K. Brown is in this movie, who I love a lot. He is a great fucking. I just love his acting. Uh, Zachary Quinto is in this movie, which surprised me. Um, not in a big role, though. Anyway, this is like, imagine a hospital, a super high-tech secret hospital in the middle of a city, but for criminals. Like, you have to pay membership, and you have to, you know, there's, like, guns to get, you know, you have to relinquish all your guns to get in. They don't care about what you do. They give you an, an alias while you're staying there. And, it seems like it would fit in with the John Wick universe. So that's that's exactly what I was going to say. This feels like an appendage to John Wick. Um, that is that's exactly what you just stole the fucking words, because exa- that's exactly right. It feels like a like a lived in version of that, and um, except that it all takes place over one night, and while the riots happening, and I feel like the movie does chew a little bit more of its concept than it could swallow. Like it doesn't really get to explaining a lot of the stuff that's in the setting of what's going on, but. Uh, like the whole point of the riots, which is like big riots, by the way. LA is like on fire. Um, while that's happening, all this other shit's happening in the in the in the hospital, un, you know, unrelated. But um, but uh, the whole point of the riots that's happening that's that starts the movie off is because like all the corporations like shut off the water supply because they want more money, I guess, and everyone's like rioting, like give us the water, what the fuck? So it's basically like another one of those. Um, anti-corporational kind of capitalism shit kind of uh, deals. But again, not explained. It just it just starts that way. And um, so I feel like it could have done a little bit more with that and other things. But it's a fun movie. It's a fun time. It's not too long. And I really like Jodie Foster. I just like Jodie Foster in Crisis. Something about her acting. In, <laughs> we got to save Jodie Foster. Like from Panic Room to the fucking, the brave one to like, I just love it. I don't know what's uh, uh, what it is about it. She's not like a badass in this movie, like in the Brave One or Sterling. Um, uh, what's her name? Um, Clarice Sterling in uh, Signs of the Lamps. She's not those like that kind of badass, but like she is um, a badass in her own right as a nurse and uh, as a doctor. And it's really fun watching her like go from situation to situation, room to room. It's really kind of really watchable. I don't know. I just really liked it, but it's not really a great movie or anything. So. That's Hotel Artemis. I don't remember where I saw uh, Where did I see that? I think on, on Max is where I saw that. Last but not least, um, I saw The Jewel Thief. Anyone seen this movie? Sounds familiar. It's a new movie. Uh, Luke, you would like it. Because it's a documentary. <laughs> no? Nothing? Okay. Um, this is... Uh, let me see. Where's the, the thing? It's on Hulu too, guys, by the way. Uh, the unbelievable first-hand account of Gerard Gerald Blanchard, one of the most creative, calculating, and accomplished criminal masterminds in modern history. Interesting. It is. So, is it a real person? It's a real thing. It is a real thing. So, Here's this documentary, it's on Hulu. It came out like a couple weeks ago. Um, like I honestly thought you would have picked it for the review, uh, but you didn't know. Uh, Hulu didn't cut me a check, so got it. That, that must be why they fucked up. But anyway. This is uh, this is one of those movies that the subject and the subject matter of this movie is better than the documentary itself because the documentary is not shot amazingly. It's not like it has like all these points to make. It really doesn't. It really doesn't have to. Um, the documentary itself, the filmmaking of it all, it's like pretty rudimentary. It's nothing special, nothing amazing, right? But the subject is so interesting that you don't need it. Um, this guy. 
basically is Danny Ocean from Ocean's Eleven. A real life. That's kind of cool. Yes. That's really all I should say. Like the shit that he does, like, and obviously the movie follows uh, from his uh, childhood onto his adulthood of crimes and how he started stealing and what led him to, to do that. And he'll steal from anything. He started from little things to like <laughs> millions of dollars. He steals like this jewel. Um, I don't remember what country it was. In the, it's a Europe, European country. I think Denmark. I don't remember. Um, it's, like, it's amazing how he pulls it off. And he goes into detail about it. He's like the main figure. He's the main talking head in the movie. That's telling you the story. So, like, they they go straight to the source, regardless uh, with this movie, and obviously with the cops and the mother and some of his friends who were also accomplices. Very interesting movie. Um, I can't say any more than that because it's, I think it talks for itself. I, I guess you guys would like it on the Hulu, huh? On Hulu, I recommend it pretty highly. I really like this movie with commercials. Well, no, I I don't have commercials in mine. Yeah, I don't have commercials either. What the fuck is that? Okay, look. <laughs> bougie motherfuckers first of bougie. all i got somebody else who second of all yeah yes well, I, <laughs> <laughs> I get my hulu for free because of spotify i get my hulu for free because i have a good friend <laughs> yeah although i did just actually watch that i get my spotify hulu uh Listen, documentary this series is, this is how it works not documentary but this is how it works i have netflix i have all i have every streaming service now Okay. Uh, you don't have um, stars. You have Shutter. Yeah, uh, he has my Shutter. Yeah, okay. I, I have some. I saw. I, I share just about everything, right? I used to share Netflix, but then they cracked down, so someone got the boot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, 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 Netflix got is getting the boot because because of the strike. Right. Exactly. Yeah, and then uh, Hulu, I, I share Prime, obviously, because you know Prime. Everyone's, um, got everyone's got primary, and then uh, not everyone, but most people do. Um, what else do I have? Let's see. Uh, Disney, Peacock, Disney, Disney, Disney. That's you, right? Uh, Crunchyroll. That's my own. Uh, Peacock, Oscar, Shutter, Oscar, Paramount, me, Movie. HBO, HBO, me, because of uh, my AT and T. What else? Or Max now it's called. Crunchyroll. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't Max because of, I don't do uh, Funimation. Yeah. I just do Crunchyroll. But yeah. You have my High Dive. Right. I forgot about High Dive already. because I, I forget. I paid for it. Yeah, I don't exactly. even know that one. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, yeah. So like every streaming service is like shared. By the way, uh, also, I mean, we mentioned this before, but obviously Stranger Things got pushed back again. <laughs> yeah. By the way, by the time this movie comes out, there's a movie, this show comes out, they're already going to have like six movies. They're going to have three children already. Right, exactly. they're, no, so they're going to do the, uh, it's going to be it. They're going to be adults. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically. It's going to be a time yeah. jump. They're going to have to rewrite that shit to make it fit. I, yeah. think. I don't know how they're going to do it. I guess Stars is the only one I don't have, but I also have uh, YouTube TV. So. Oh, which one? Is Stars the one that's going to have that Heels show? I don't know. I don't know. Um, also, that said, uh, real quick, is that Disney Plus is like the worst streaming service this year, right? They had like one show that was okay, that was good, and that was it. You know, Mandalorian. I'll see there. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I actually still haven't seen that yet. I mean, I mean, I, I don't think it was amazing, but I think it was pretty good. Yeah, that's the only right. good thing on there. And um, yeah, that's it. You know? Yeah, and the, Disney's kind of like they're floundering. Actually, yeah, yeah, they're floundering. Um, anyway, sorry, that was, uh, so that was it for my recent discoveries, and that is it for this little break part. So, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we're gonna, who's next on this? Uh, Luke is saying. Uh, Luke, what movie are we reviewing when we come back? 
Oppenheimer. Mm, that's right. Say it in German because I think it's in German. I Oppenheimer. Nice. <laughs> Stay with us. The story of American scientist J. Robert Oppenheimer and his role in the development of the atomic bomb. What does the J stand for? Oh, J. Homer, Homer J. Simpson. <laughs> One of my favorite reveals ever in history, by the way. Really? Christopher Nolan, director. Writer, Christopher Nolan. Starring, not Christopher Nolan. Thank no. God. No, thank God, yeah. <laughs> Starring, Cillian Murphy. That's Killian. a silly name. Killian. Cillian. Don't say Cillian. It's funny because me and Oscar were just talking about maybe people will actually finally say his name right <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, we said that going out of the theater, like because they're like, "Well, this movie's gonna make him a star, like a real star this time," yeah. and like people will finally be able to say his name right. <laughs> a star, see, a star. Yeah, yeah. MLY Blunt, <laughs> Matt Damon. Just call me when you're serious. Right. Yep. Let me know when you're ready. <laughs> All right, yeah, Matt Damon. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is also in this one, and a bunch of other people that I'm sure are big in some way or another. But those are the main four. Oh, Alden Aldridge. He's in there. Didn't he play Han Solo? Alden Aaron Reich? What did you say? Aldridge. I'd Reich. That's eh, whatever. Are you missing like a, like a, a whole syllable or two eh. or three things in there? He has too many to begin with. Well, that's not his fault. He He's an actor. He could have chosen his own name. Like a stage name? They don't do that no more. Uh, that was an don't, old thing. Don't, don't they have to? No, they don't, they don't yeah, have to do anything. Fuck? To be more marketable? <laughs> no, no, they they really did it because like people were racist and stuff. Yeah, That's what, like a lot of reasons that they had to do it back then. Look, I'm surprised. I thought you couldn't have like the same name as someone else just in case. No, no. Nowadays it doesn't matter. But what? secondly, that's not why they changed them. They changed them for like very personal reasons. Like uh, there's so many. I can't even. Th- there's so many examples. I can't even be- pick one. <laughs> like Nicholas changed his last name for personal reasons because he didn't want to be related to Coppola, right? He didn't want to immediately resort to like, oh my god, I'm like Nicholas Coppola. Yeah, Nicholas Cage. Yeah, he's a Coppola. He's a Coppola. He's one of them. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that. Not like a son, but like related though. And um, and he didn't want that kind of like you know people thinking that oh you know attention. Po- he's only yeah. getting jobs because of this. So he that's why his name is different, right? But like interesting. But like others are like because like hey I'm a Mexican so I had to play off like I was Italian because they were hiring Italian actors so I picked an Italian last name and that's why you know or whatever like there's a lot of that going on yes mm-hmm. or because I've, like, honestly I've never or people's, known this. or people's names or last names were like very confusing or long and they did shorten it because so they could be hired but nowadays that doesn't matter anymore. yeah I'm saying like you know like it's kind of like uh, yeah, making like it to Ellis Island and then they go what's your yeah. last name yeah right. okay it's this now. Yeah, it's just you're, you're Smith, right? Yeah. That uh, Godfather scene. Um, hey, whatever. Anywho, uh, first yeah. impressions. Yeah, right. For this one, we'll go to Raphael. Uh, okay. Um, Oppenheimer. It was um, how did I? Heimery. Heimery. Yeah. I. Yeah, it's a really. It's a, I, you know, I don't usually like to pick biopics, but. Um, cause I feel like a lot of them can be done just like, okay, cool, whatever. Um, they're very by the book, a lot of them. Um, but besides that, the, uh, this one though, I feel like it's one of the most complete biopics I've seen. Um, 
of a of a, of a person um, of their of their of what they're of what we're trying to find from the person, right? Mm-hmm. What they're trying to show. Um, yeah, I dug the fuck out of this movie. It's uh, even though it's a three hour epic, um, it's it's one of those uh, very complete works of something that you of a of a, such an interesting subject you can't not be interested in the subject. And if you say you're not interested in it, you're lying. Like it's just, it's just a cool subject, like to know about. <laughs> I think you say you're lying is only because like everyone in the world has a stake in this, right? You know? Right. That's what, <laughs> That's what you so, mean by it. Like everyone has a stake in it. How do you not? Yeah. Like, how do you? How do you not? Right. Exactly. How you not interested? Right. The only thing you could be in is like, oh, he, oh, he's the one who did that. That's all you have to know. Like, it's right. like oh, okay, cool. Like, wow, yeah, that's interesting. How did that happen? Right. Like, boom. That you're interested. <laughs> um, yeah, the acting is phenomenal this movie um i like uh i had this little um thing about this uh what's his name uh matt damon <laughs> wanting to be in this movie <laughs> like really bad um i saw an interview with him it was like yeah like i really wanted to be in this movie <laughs> like i was like you must have gained some pounds maybe or they did something because uh, the real life guy was most bigger noticeably than matt damon's character wasn't yeah movie, but uh, yeah it's a big guy yeah, I mean, yeah, like yeah. fat guy. I don't mean like yeah, that yeah. No, yeah, I saw the the uh, yeah, the pictures of the mm-hmm. other guy of the yeah. actual old. Yeah, big guy. gross. Right. Um, but besides that, yeah, I thought it was uh, I thought it was really well done. Um, and it's interesting to see like the whole uh, aspect of the movie, just how how it plays out. Man, uh, and I will say something: the the score in this movie is phenomenal, um, and it does a lot of heavy lifting for this movie. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like it doesn't like it does a lot of heavy lifting, but really, it's just like it's it's already a really interesting subject and it's just, it does it. it all it does is just elevates it even more. Right. And it is, it's, it's already really good. Um, so yeah, this movie is, uh, and I, I'm trying to avoid spoil. I'm trying to avoid spoiling anything of it. It, I did feel at one point I was like, man, and it, well, that's just any movie that's long, but I did feel at one point like a man, like, wow, I wonder how much more do I have left? You know, like what, what, yeah. how much more is left? Because I'm like, where? When are we going to wrap this up? And I, and then just the, the way it does wrap up, and I was like, wow, this is a, like it's just such a complete movie, and it feels so well, it feels so well made. Um, I can see why people are like hailing it, and it's obviously going to win stuff this year. Oh my god, yeah. I mean, except, was, except best CGI because it's all practical, right? Yeah, yeah. Was, nearly everything in there. That, that uh, was everything. the one thing that I was really, I was thinking yeah. like. How do they do this? How do yeah, they do my, this? My, my favorite video I've seen for, like, I saw on TikTok was, uh, like, oh, yeah, like, uh, how, uh, how, uh, what's his name? Uh, Nolan? Yeah, how Nolan made uh, the the explosion, like, right? Well, he just actually just nukes something. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like, wait, what? And the, the, the camera just blows up, you know, like, um, I'm telling yeah. you, if, if that was, uh, I'm not saying that they're the same kind of person at all, but if it was Michael Bay making this movie, he has so many contracts and like goodwill with the with the military, he might have done it. He might have done, yeah. That's you know funny. what I'm saying? But yeah, he doesn't they, mind using special right, effects. Right. Like he doesn't mind. Using what, what do you have that's yeah. in the in the general area of <laughs> right. making of recreating this? He's like, I got you. Don't worry about it. You know? Yeah. Well, we have a real one. We just don't know what to do with it. We'll give you right. a good price on it. We'll give. You- <laughs> yeah, we have Trinity. Uh, well, Trinity accepts uh, extras here. Yeah. Um, Use one of them. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I I just think it's a really cool movie, and it actually makes me want to know more in a, in a weird way. Know more of like the minutia of the of the of uh, yeah. Oppenheimer. Yeah, that I, video. I, like I'm I said, to- watch that video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm totally down to read a book. I started watching the, one of the documentaries that I think is on Hulu or Peacock. The, poem, the one from the 80s. 
Yeah, I hear I think, that one's good. I, I hear that one's really good. I think it's an older one. I haven't yeah, seen yeah. it, but I, so I, 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 I mean, I'm interested. I'm interested. He hated it, I think, yeah. or would have hated it. But yeah, I, I'm very interested in like just seeing more of it. Wait, uh, he died in 1967. Never mind. Um, his estate, I think, hated it. Someone hated it. Anyway, and it's um, yeah, and it's shitty how we treat uh, our our smart people in the world. Hmm. Yeah, because yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard to. Yeah, but anyways. Like, I, that I, guy I, who unplugged I, Stephen Hawking's chair. What a dick. Right. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. You know, uh, also, me. Love the movie. Fantastic. Totally dug practical effects. And I'm just very. I want a separate movie about the making of this movie. I feel like that was. That, that would be some shit, especially from like. I'm sure that's in the Steelbook. Oh. <sighs> God, I don't think he allows so much filming outside, like in the. I don't know. He's very. Yeah, good he's probably one of those. You can read uh, articles uh, galore on people on this stuff, but like, you, I don't know about seeing anything. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm a visual learner. Okay, that just means you're not a reader, but you are a reader. <laughs> I am a reader. Anyways, but um, amazing cast, obviously, especially like Robert Downey Jr. I was like, what the? He looked unrecognizable. For the oh. most part, so fantastic, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, he looked his age more. I I was surprised how aged he looked. No, I'm kidding. He doesn't look that no, old for real. But, but uh, yeah, that's well. Anything else? Uh, fantastic movie. We all know how it kind of ends in a way. I had kind of one gripe with it that I didn't really care for, which we might get into later. And then yeah, Oscar, what about you? Okay, I know, so I know you're a Nolanite, so uh, we're all Nolanites. I wouldn't say I'm the biggest one. Am I? Uh, maybe. No, I think you are more. No, you are. Me? I didn't um, care for Dunkirk. I didn't care for that movie either. I hated it. I came out saying I hated this movie. Remember? I never finished it. See, that's even worse. <laughs> I fell asleep through it, and I was like, "I'll get back to this." And I never did. I never did. I may want to rewatch it at some point just for funsies, but like, no, I don't think it's a good movie. Um, so uh, funny that you mentioned Dunkirk because I think there are a little bit of elements of Dunkirk in this movie in the sense of the pacing, but that's beside the point. It's not even a worthy enough thing to bring up because it's so minute. But I also loved uh, Oppenheimer in the moments after the theater. So certainly, uh, it's been a, about a week now. Exactly a week, actually, roughly, um, since I've seen it. And uh, it, is, uh, it is a biopic that I found enthralling, even though, because this movie, it really, it doesn't ha- it's not perfect. I think it has a lot of missteps. Not a lot. It has a few missteps, sorry. And it is formulaic as fuck. It is a formula biopic. Except that, like Rob said earlier, the topic and the, the matter of it all, the person is so intriguing, and Killian Murphy is... In- incredible he is really nailing it that it is you can't unwatch it you can't un there's no way to it's harder to find it unfascinating so like it is very interesting to watch even though it's it really is a by it's not, it's not doing anything crazy with the with the format with the, with the genre it's and it's really doing a, a regular biopic but it is really really <laughs> fun and entertaining and profound i found that 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 word is kind of like in my head a lot with this movie because um i'm not the biggest uh know-how or whatever i'm not like an authority in any way i'm not even like a 
a buff when it comes to this time period or or uh, what I feel like I don't have amazing thoughts on pro- proliferation and like um, nuclear weapons and uh, world wars and all that. But I did read books on this stuff. And in particular, I did uh, for the uh, my other show, the SOS show, I did a show on the uh, on the making of these towns, Los Alamos and the other like uh, the other places in the country that was used to help uh, fuel into making the, the atomic bomb. Um, so I did read on that stuff, not Oppenheimer, but like a lot of stuff around it. And uh, so I'm not, like I said, I'm not like a buff or anything, but like I did know some stuff and I do find it very interesting and appealing. And this movie, I feel like it's om- not lockstep, but I feel like this movie has an opinion. I wished it expressed that opinion more. I wish this movie expressed it more. It did a good job for what it wanted to do, I think, overall. And I think the ending of the movie, which is like a big lead up, especially in the last hour, is that uh, I, I felt it. Like I felt like that, that vibration of that, that moment of the very ending of the movie. And I think if that was the, the journey we're supposed to get to, to that moment to the end, then I think it did its job. And I think I felt it pretty well. So like this movie is a slam dunk, even though, like I said, it does have some issues. <laughs> um, yeah, big fan. All now, right. Here's my question to you. Glowing reviews all around. Yes. Uh, wh- I mean, did you guys have uh, like hard opinions on the um, on the making of this bomb and uh, and the actions are the the countries of this world has done after? Do you guys have an opinion on this stuff? Because the movie is very political. USA, USA. The movie is very political. It does not shy away from it. It really leans into it a lot more. Than even you anticipate if you're if you haven't seen the movie yet. Um, so, do you guys have an opinion on the politics of, of the atomic bomb and its uses? Um, nuclear fallout, not good. Nuclear fallout based games, good. Pretty good fallout. Yeah. Oh, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I would I would say it it is one of those shitty things about um I understand wholeheartedly why the why it has to be done. The the the, the race of it, the the time and everything and it is like we have to get there before somebody else does and all of these things. I understand all of that. And I yeah, I agree with it. Uh the use of it not afterwards, you know, once you know what it does, that's the shitty part, right? Mm-hmm. Um Knowing history now, I you know that that's really shitty, right? Yeah. Um, but at the time, I probably would have been really forward. Um, in the in the thirties and forties. Yeah, I would have been really forward, like really for the use of it and getting it, you know. And then afterwards, I would probably would have like shit. Because <laughs> I do feel it's, it's funny what the power of theoretical physics can lead to, right? It's it, very interesting. Yeah. Because this movie, is, it's about that, right? The theoretical physicists were, were like a brand new thing. Yeah. That was not a thing. This is like the Avengers for physicists. <laughs> Basically, scientists did not have that department in their colleges and campuses, you know. Pocket protector. Right. Right. Damn My pen blew up on me. So, I mean, yeah, I do too. I feel like it's... We, it's no joke that we did find, we invented a way to kill ourselves. Yeah. 
It is interesting. We did. But it's also very humanity. But we'll also <laughs> put others first. Well, also, like, mm-hmm. what I... Yeah, I also... One of the big things that I didn't know about Oppenheimer... I knew he was Jewish, but, like, I didn't know he was uh, uh, American-born Jewish. I thought he was a... Uh, yeah, German? Uh, uh, immigrant. Yeah, yeah just, no, well, he, like, did, uh, uh, he did study abroad a lot. He definitely he studied did, in Germany, right? And too. I guess that's where I confused it, right? He literally studied with the opposition before they became opposition. Yeah, before they became opposition, yeah. I it's see very interesting, it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Who also, like, they did a lot of, you know, it, it reminds me a lot. This 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 bombs race reminds me a lot of the space race. Um, yeah, and, but that was fake. <laughs> Kubrick did all that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Moving on now, um, it reminds me of those of that same time period in the sense that uh, you know a lot of what Russia did, you know, they did it first. Except that the final part, the part that mattered to the most to the rest of the world, meaning landing on the moon, was made American first. Right. And same thing they did, like they like uh, your Germany split the atom. You know, yeah. these other things, they did all these other things first. They did these other tests. They got to these hurdles first. Right. But the end result was that. America got to the bomb first, yeah. and it kind of feels like this, like similar. And they're only separated by twenty years, <laughs> you know, um, in time. I'm saying, um, which is uh, extra funny because uh, I think Oppenheimer died two years before we landed on the moon, so or about a year maybe. And uh, so the space race was definitely heavily, it must have been heavily on his mind back then. Everyone was. Um, what I what I like about this movie is that it shows, and I've always believed this myself in reading history stuff, is that it shows, I think it, it does a good job and a very like subtle good job of showing how logic can lead to the most craziest outcomes. Um, and uh, in particular in history, of course, being the making, the need to make this out of my Like logically, yes, of course, we have to make it before the Nazis do. Who would disagree with that? Nobody disagrees nobody, with that logic. Nobody, yeah, logic. But, but, it also, but it also to, puts you in a weird position. But it leads to, the, to the, the state of the world that is in today, that is in, in the 70s and 80s. You guys remember the Cold War? No. Was I was alive. born in it. No, like right, right into it, you know. Um, <clears throat> we were like with Russia, you yeah. know. Who is us? You know, I, I, you know, and there's also this other like hidden layer of a story going on in the background in this movie in Oppenheimer, that's about the guy who who uh, spilled the secrets to the Russians during this time period. Yeah, that led to them having their own nuclear bomb, and uh, led to the to the epic arms race. And his thoughts, from my from what little I know, is that my, my understanding, and this is like probably like maybe a little flowery, I don't know yet, but uh, the the thinking is that not. No one country should have this power. Yeah, it was like basically it's like the way we treat Disney nowadays. Like Disney cannot own everything. We cannot have a monopoly on all of our shit. It's the same thing that he was thinking, except that with the military industrial complex, you know. Um, and on a bigger scale, he did the same thing, and that's why this guy, this scientist, I forgot his name, spied for the Russians uh, the secrets of uh, how to make this thing. Um, so that says something a lot right there, and I think that movie. Might have been more interesting personally, but obviously this is Oppenheimer, not yeah. uh, that guy. But like, I want to see that movie too, though. Um, I just think that all these things, like, like I like how the movie portrays the, how out of control uh, this a movie about the Russian spy. Yeah, we could call it upping Oppenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's not, let's not do that. Um, uh, you know what? Uh, what I like about this movie is that it shows how everything got out of Oppenheimer's hands. Like it was, 
it was running away with him. Yeah. Like, it shows his obsession, some of it, in the beginning of the movie. It shows how bad of a lab worker he is, obviously. But uh, beyond that, he shows, like, how obsessed he was, how diligent, how like, insanely, like, in it he was. And... Um, Apparently, like in the history books, they say that he is a very he was a very charismatic guy, and that's how he was able to get all these scientists together and be able to be the leader of this project. In the movie, though, I would say though he doesn't come off as charismatic. Um, he does like crack a joke here and there, but it's really it doesn't it's not charisma that I w- I would I would say that yes. Killian Murphy's portraying. No, but there is an intensity within him that makes him more um, more easy more, more serious to follow. Maybe, and that's what the movie was trying to do instead of like showing some like great talker guy because he's not a great talker guy. No, you know? well, I think what it shows is uh, is he's obviously this he's the smartest man in the room. He tells you he's he he, he knows he's the smartest man in the room, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, but he doesn't ever have to tell you about it because you already know about it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's like, and when he has to flex that part, he will, right? Yeah, um, and it's also, but uh, the charismatic thing is like I think he's just not a, he's not afraid to talk to anybody, and not, and he treats everybody with like, that's not like you know he doesn't talk down to anybody unless if uh, in, in a weird way, right? Yeah. He's, everybody he interacts with is all, all already smart, right? Yeah, a, that town is full of smart people. Right, the smart right. is but, in the but world. But not only that, but even when he's interacting with a, a normal person, you could consider right, yeah, like the general or whatever, right? A, and, a normal general, yeah. uh, right? Which which is like saying the, the, already right in the least, right? But it's just like he no, he doesn't he respects everybody at the end, right? And that's a big difference, right? At, don't get me wrong; sometimes it comes out condescending, right? And again, yeah. you're the smartest person in the room, so it's going to sound funny. Would it surprise you to tell you, would it be surprising to tell you that in reality, in, in history, of course, is, I mean, this is an opinion that Nolan chose for this character. Yeah. Um, in reality, he was kind of a show dog. He did put people under him. He did, a lot of people hated him. Yeah. Well, um, and, he was still very charismatic. If, if you're charismatic like, about it, I get, I get the bragging. But like, he did do yeah. a lot of, bra- he did do a lot of bragging. He did always know he was the smartest man in the room and did tell people that. I, I think that, I, that there is that, there is that shown that he, that no. he's doing that, but he just does it in a very subtle way. Yeah, I feel uh, that's my point. Is that yeah. I think the movie this is where the well, this where the is, difference between a documentary way or a book would be than a yeah. fictionalized well, movie. I think, real person. Right, right, right. Well, I think I think showing it this way is gives more credit to the man. I would say, right? Yeah. Well, as, again, this is Nolan's uh, point of view. Sean, Correct, of course. Right? Yeah. Um, and probably I don't know why he did it. Maybe he feels like this is a, a better way to service this uh, this historical figure of our yeah. time, or if it's a, a, a streamlined fashion to make the the movie more plausible. To to go into Oppenheimer's head and be in it for the things he wants us to pay attention to, instead of saying like, "Whoa, this fucking asshole shooting us!" Like, who gives a shit? Like, you know, huh? right? So, like, it's right. harder to maybe that's a, there's a marrying there. And again, a biopicking, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, is a, is an art. It's definitely not reality. I mean, it's based on reality, but not reality. So um, it's yeah. fun to. I love acknowledging those differences. I love it. I love it a lot. So. Um, does that surprise you, Luke, though, that he was probably more akin to a, an asshole type than he was uh, what he was shown in the movie? Smart people usually are assholes. Yep. <laughs> That's it's just... That's oh, all they got going for, though. So, yep, it does surprise you, or yep, it doesn't surprise you? It doesn't surprise me. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, especially the circles he ran, and knowledge was like... He almost poisoned his fucking doc- as a professor or whatever. That's actually kind of crazy to see, like... That's true, yeah. by the way, yeah. Yeah, yeah I heard... I just hated how the... Uh, 
that was my yeah. gripe with the movie. Well, the thing is that no one knows how it was like taken away. That was made up for the movie, uh-huh. but like he did take it away, and he did. I mean, in real life, he did confess to it. Yeah. He did like he was caught for it. Like he confessed and was going to be suspended, but his family was super rich and like gave money to the. It's like a classic case of that. Yeah. Like and they instead they just they didn't suspend them even. They kept them in Cambridge, and um, he had to see a, a psychologist. That was it. That was his uh, penalty for that. But yeah, he did do that though. It's funny how the movie doesn't show that part. It's, it's just interesting. I just like that. I like it's that. It's like, part. you don't think the guy would have been like, there's no wormhole in this uh, <laughs> app. Well, I already observed it. <laughs> yeah. I'll eat around the thing. Maybe I want the protein. It's yeah. funny when you said wormhole, I was thinking the space term. Yeah, no, that's what I thought too. Uh, nerds. <laughs> so the guy with the steel book for The Last of Us. From where? UK? Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow, that fucker to get shipped. Okay, so let's, think, let's, let's go into the movie more proper here. Uh, what do you think of the acting? Obviously, we all agree that I think Killian Murphy is insanely like. Cillian knocked it out of the park. Cillian and. Um, I'll, I'll, I, like I said, I told Ralph after the movie that this is going to make him a huge star. Do you agree with that, Luke? Do you think it, it will make that a huge star? Uh, yes. Out of him? Because he's not. I mean, he's in Peaky Blinders. He's in other Nolan's work, but he's never the main actor, right? He's never the main character, I, oh. don't, I don't think. Now's his time. He's a scarecrow in the Dark Knights, and uh, he was uh, the Mark in Inception, right? Things like that. Wasn't uh, he in um <sighs> zombie movie? Yeah, that was him. And twenty eight days later. Yeah, there you go. That's the yeah, one. yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a leading man. Yeah, but I think that was one of his first. Um, but the point is that um, he's never been a big star. I think this one will probably make him that way. I think this bumps him up a notch. It's certainly a pay grade. Um, I, I definitely predict some Oscar probably buzz on this shit. Personally, uh, that's probably a safe bet, right? <laughs> if they don't not, delay the Oscars again, is that a safe? I mean, oh right, we'll see. I mean, there, there are writers that write the Oscars, too, which is funny because they're on strike. We'll see what's going to happen with that. Um, anyway, uh, so besides uh, Killian Murphy, of course, what do we think of everyone else? And uh, who do you want to highlight? Because I want to highlight immediately Josh Hartnett. Uh, I was going to say Florence Pugh. The Florence Pugh, I mean, but she's always amazing. <laughs> That's the thing with her. But Josh Hartnett is coming back. Wait, Josh Hartnett was in here? Yes, he was in it. Who the fuck was he? He was a friend from early on in the movie and the campus that was like uh, telling him like, dude, are you a fucking communist? Don't, don't be fucking joining into these affiliations. Why do you think the government hasn't approached you with the clearance yet? Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, he was really, that was really good. He was role. really good. Yeah, I thought really it was good. really good. That and his episode in uh, Black Mirror this year, um, I'm telling you, he's, he's uh, he must have taken the some acting classes or something because he's really good now. You mean he wasn't good before? I think he was charismatic before, but I think a lot of that kind of drove a lot of his That projects. poster on your bedroom wall. Hollywood Homicide. I don't know about that. Wait, which which poster? Hollywood Homicide. That, 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 that's, the, that's the joke. Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, maybe because I had so many movie posters in my past, I might have had one with him in it. I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wouldn't be surprised, you know? Uh, I really like the men in Florence of course. You know, I... It's okay. Would you guys say it's it's no, it's well known by this point that Nolan doesn't know how how to treat his women characters, or he doesn't treat them well? I can Would see you guys that. Agree with that statement? Yeah, I was trying to think like like the the women and like they're always I don't know. In Inception, it's a monster, a memory version of a monster of his yeah. wife. But yeah, another one. <laughs> uh, that I mean, trying to think of, like the women and the Nolan. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? Um, Tom Cruise's ex. Uh, for, uh, Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes, and then the other one, Michael Gyllenhaal. I just think it's um, it's just for him. It's like think of Tenet. I just think for him, it's just like a background. Was there even women in that one? Yes, there was one woman. The 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 wife of the main bad guy. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Again, okay. again, I, for him, I think it's really just like, yeah, you're there, but whatever. Well, it's the thing is that is usually yeah, you're there. I would say the one positive thing about Tenet and his use. I mean, he abuses and tortures that character a lot in that movie, which is not good. Because it seems like that's all she's put there for. But she does have a real stake and a real role in the conflict of that movie. And for all of his past movies that I can't think of, that's, that's really the, the biggest impact that a female character of all his movies. Yeah. And Tenet, the one movie that made the least money. <laughs> the one like, But that's because of COVID, not because of his or whatever. And it was being a bitch about that movie coming out. Um, I think that this movie is no different. I think he treats yeah. Emily Blunt and yeah. Florence Pugh pretty shittily. And well, I don't so, think they well, give him a lot of like... Good things in the movie, which is one of the weaker points of the movie. I was going to mention before. Okay, so I have a I have a question for you. For a director like that, like him, mm. who, who and there's there's quite a few of them right out there, who don't just are just not good at portraying women or using women. Yeah. What, what what would you say? How do you, how do you fix that for somebody like that? Well, get therapy, I, I guess. Huh? Get therapy? Get there, get therapy, or do you think like you listen find to somebody- outside points of view as well? Because it seems to you know he's very strict and he's such a he's. He has that almost like a god status in Hollywood regarding his projects, right? I mean, like right. like Tarantino, like Spielberg. You know, he's one of those types. Um, he, you know, like I'm not Shyamalan in the '90s to the 2000s. Like he was that. He, like nobody fucked. Nobody said no to that guy. Yeah. Nobody says no to Nolan today. Yeah. So like, I feel like that's maybe part of the problem. Say yes to some of that stuff. Yeah, he's got it. No way. Do, no one's you, saying this to him. Right, right. Do you feel like uh, the right thing to do would be like, hey, Just you should have somebody you. help you yeah. on this part. Yeah. Help you, you know, because I feel like uh, you, when you, uh, yeah. when you, because no one's perfect at everything, right? No one's right, no, right. Yeah. and that's that's just. But but you, if you, I, mean, I feel like I would have a hard time writing a, a female character's point of view. Yeah, of course. Thing, so because what I don't know what the fuck they're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> and even well, when you think you know, right. you don't. Well, right. It's so funny. Right. It was so funny. I had an interaction today at work. <laughs> this literally this one this one girl said was <laughs> like, ah, oh, I want to do this, but I also want to do that. I was like. They're, they're the opposites. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> I was just like, and I was like, that's such a woman answer. And she's like, yeah, I know. But I was like, okay. I'm like, it reminds me of the Gilmore Girls when uh, Lorelai tells Luke, like, ah, oh, man, I kind of miss that. Like, he's like, but we spent the whole time getting rid of it. I'm like, Can, I'm a woman. Don't you know me by now? Right, like, yeah. Something like that. It was really funny. And it's just, <laughs> you feel both, you know? Right. And, and that's maybe what it is, right? Maybe you just need that help on that aspect. But, yeah, I get it, but for him, he just sees him as other. Like you're, you're there because that's you're there. Yeah, like, it, that, and, it, and I get it. It is a less than role. I don't think I don't think those people did bad. Uh, no, just, I, they did really good for what little they were in. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. That's the, it's like Emily Blunt. Like, oh my god, so, I have to have a flask he, everywhere. Like, come on, so man. Hard, he's so hard focused. But yeah. you know what? But if that person was a guy, he would treat that guy the same way. If for that, you know what I'm saying? For that, for that, if I that don't person, know that. I think so. I think if that person, if that, if, if, if uh, Oppenheimer was, uh, well, he was, elected to choose this and not focus on it in a three hour movie yeah. where the one time we do, okay, what's well, a spoiler? So I'm not going to explain it, but like the one part they, 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 he does focus on a perspective of Emily Blunt's character is, yeah. is regarding to a, a sex daydream, you know, again, no, no context, no spoilers, but like, like you know, like it's not the, it's yeah. it's like to further make it worse. It's not like to make it better, you know. So like he has that choice. 
um, in it. Like, I, regardless, even if it was like happenstance on one movie and every movie by now, it's sure. not a, it's a trend. You know? yeah. I think so, I don't know. I think uh, the the part where I saw Emily Blunt shine there, the, the, there's three big scenes for me. Hmm. Um, well, and then one of them is in the same room twice. Uh, is uh when he's getting in a what's it called uh, the interrogation ish thing yeah yeah or whatever the fuck that is yeah uh, the bullshit interrogation that the is. not a trial yeah the not a trial bullshit but you're we're gonna look at it your whole life okay um and then uh that that there's two parts in that movie and that and that's and that and that's two scenes in there and then the other one was when obviously when he helps him with uh, when she helps him later on in uh, Los Alamos um, yeah. Yeah. I know, I know the scene you're talking. I, about. Yeah, I, just, I don't. We'll get to spoilers. We'll talk more about it later. But yeah, like Florence Pugh, I kind of wish we wanted more of that to understand a little bit more. But I get that that she was really a side side character, so it was okay overall. But I feel like uh, it was really a kinda, side piece. Kind of less important. He treated like a side piece, and I yeah. like that. But um, okay, so should we get into spoilers? It's been thirty. I think we. I think so. <laughs> okay, uh, so spo- I'm gonna go into spoilers starting for Oppenheimer starting. Tony Stark built the oh, A-bomb. Okay, great. No. Um, but then so, you mentioned that. So, uh, Luke, I want you to tell me uh, your thoughts and examples on your opinions on Robert Downey Jr.'s performance in this movie. I'm asking. Probably the first third of the movie, I didn't know it was Robert Downey Jr. Really? Really? Yeah. I mean, I noticed right away. But I, don't know. I, I didn't know. Like, the way he was aged and everything. I was like, wow. I mean, it was really it? well aged, yes, but I still yeah, like him. He did it, but he still looks like him. I, that's why I'm so lost. <sighs> he looks he like does, the center. He bro, you, over I, in I, Iron I, Man I, too. I, honestly, I think you have a... Uh, <sighs> you're so stupid. He has the same kind of... I, I just think you don't like old people. Wait. Oh, maybe you're ageist. Ooh. <laughs> It's like, I'm not ageist. That's a thing. He's, not, he's thought about it right now. He's like, wait, hold on. He's like, wait, am I? <laughs> First thing is admitting it. How is that even a thing? It is a thing, though. Oh, it's a cold thing. And you have it. That's a total thing, yeah. You ever heard <laughs> no. of ageism? Look it up. <laughs> Anywho. Anyway, so you were saying. First thing. Uh, yeah. He was a. Uh, it was cr- uh, funny how like his character was, you know. Everybody's like, oh, he's a nice guy. And then he's like, oh, what a fucking asshole. Total shift in the yeah. what you would call it, character. That was, that, that was a good, nice little... It was more like a reveal than a show. Yeah, yeah. yeah more of a reveal, yeah. I agree. Um, that's interesting. I mean, I think he did a really good job because I think it, this movie... On top of the fact that it shows how great Killian Murphy is as a fucking actor, he can lead a movie. He's 90% in the fucking frame of the movie. Uh, in a three-hour movie, by the way. Um, and imagine watching this in 70mm on IMAX, which is like five stories tall, by the way. Okay. Anyway. Did you but, go see okay. it? N- n- no. We, oh, we never talked about that part, but we'll get to it in a minute. Anyway, Robert Downey Jr. also showed um, his prowess as an actor because like, he's for the longest time, he's just doing Marvel-like shtick. You know, he's like... Yeah. As far as getting beyond his Marvel shtick and seeing if he can break out of it, I think he did a really good job in this movie, and I hope that uh, it brings on some more media roles for him to uh, play. As uh, I mean, as I won't watch him because you know he's old now, so obviously that's that's ageism. That's, <laughs> that's a you're joke. describing ageism. No, that's I know that. Joke. I know that's a joke. <laughs> it would be funny if you went with it. I knew it was a joke. Anyway, ageist motherfucker. Um, and I think uh, I think he did really good. I think he's like my second favorite performance in the movie, honestly. Yeah, I love how petty he is. He is that's very petty. But also that's, feels like that's American mm-hmm. politics. Though. You know, but that <laughs> right, that is one of those things, right? Like you did me wrong, 
Um, I'm clearly smart. I'm an isotope. Well, and it's funny because once the reveal comes out about how basically how you know he feels entitled to everything he's yeah, gonna yeah. get, right? And uh, I deserve this, and I deserve all these things, right? Yeah. And uh, and you know because I got talked down to or whatever, and I did I. And because Oppenheimer made a fool of me, and then in uh, in an interview or in a in a conference in front of everybody and bullshit like that, and I'm just yeah. like, get over it, bro. Like I just, I mean, I don't know. And you did you went through this whole thing, this whole process to even like make you feel like you're on his side the whole time, just to be the guy stabbing him in the back, right, twisting the knife, and doing all of that. But he succeeded. He suspended his fucking clearance. He he did. Yeah, he did succeed yeah. in that aspect, right? Um. But also fucked himself over, yes. But right, exactly. But at the same time, and I love the line that uh, what's his name has that uh, Alden uh, Erdrich, yeah, uh, <laughs> whichever his name, Erdrich. I like, yeah, um, that he has, uh, which is like maybe just somebody was trying to do the right thing, right? And yeah, he's like right. he goes, like, that's how you know. And that's a very and it's funny because that's they're both very American point of views, like very very America, right? Very uh, and by yeah, opinion, right. One is the uh, there is polarity about like being the American dream hero kind of guy, and yeah. then the reality of which is the complete opposite. But we embrace both equally. It makes uh, no it's, fucking it's sense. so fucking weird, right? Exactly. Yeah, it makes sense yeah. why I can understand why every country in the world hates us. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah, oh, I agree. get it, guys. Because because Robert Downey Jr. is exactly how everything is in America, right? We're petty and we everything wrong entitled, that, everything yeah. wrong all those yeah. things right yeah. cool and then you want to be like this this like th- that moment right of like being the getting getting the just desserts and being the right guy and doing the right thing and all of these things and you're like yeah that's awesome that's also awesome and you want to hero both right but you're like how does that work mm-hmm. uh, how, how do we approve of both of them at the same time and it, it is very american it just felt very bad like it's such a like Wow, yeah, that's, that's just, you just encapsulated it very well right there. Yeah. <laughs> Our politicians are the worst. <clears throat> yeah, no lie. Yeah. Uh, they just need to just, you know, age cap them already and get rid of them. But besides the point, um, yeah, I thought Robert Downey Jr. though did a really good job in that aspect. And especially just uh, a, a, as the movie progresses, especially towards the end, like just the, with the reveal, it's just how that, that turn of him, that like he has like this snide look of him, you know, like this, he's like, clearly bothered so much that it like even twists his face you know like afterwards and it's a really good it's really good role he he does a really good job but i already knew robert Downey jr was a good actor so without iron man right well you know again there's a generation of people that never known him beyond iron man it was 10 years solid of working as iron man you know i get it a long time yeah. And before that, it was just alcoholism, right? Kiss, kiss, big, not right, not right before that, but in the nineties and the two thousands, yeah. yes. Uh, but he did still uh, did act in, in in some of those two. Um, his Chaplin work was pretty good. He played Charlie Chaplin in the biopic. Oh. Um, I liked him in that a lot. Also, perfect casting for that, by the way. He looks just like <laughs> yeah, um, he does. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, I want to talk about before that point because that's like the last hour. There's a whole hour after the detonation of Trinity. Like after Trinity is like there's a whole hour of the yeah. movie yeah. that has still ongoing, and that, a lot of that has largely to do with the politics and the suspending of the clearance that we said. Boy, am uh, I glad I went to the bathroom before. <laughs> right. Oh, Oof, yeah, you did go. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I remember now. You did. I went right before, and then mm-hmm. I saw. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about the nuclear uh, the the moment that everyone was waiting to see. Uh, and because it's Christopher Nolan, everyone expected a big thing. What do we think of the the explosion, the detonation, that final that Trinity experiment? What do we think of that? Anybody? 
Uh, Big I thought, I thought everybody was too close. <laughs> Bro, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little from bit. The talk guys I, are really from cool. everything I saw, I thought everybody was just too close. Yeah, I mean, they, they had to pretty much guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Math, this is the problem with theoretical physics. You have to. It's theoretical until you do right, it. Exactly. Theoretically, we're going to destroy the ent- entire world or uh, not. Oh, I love that. By the way, I love that when you're talking about like it could detonate the atmosphere. Like yeah. it was a real worry. That's actually true. That was a real worry. That one percent worry, two percent. Well, I like what he tells when he says it <laughs> yeah. to him. He goes, "Well, it's a near zero. <laughs> he's like, "Wait, near zero? Like it's not zero? I would like, prefer it zero. Right? Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, well, like it's zero. He's like, "It's too late now, bro. Like we're you remember like, we built the motherfucker. <laughs> a couple years back, there was the same thing when uh, the the CERN, CERN hydrogen yeah. hydro- uh, collider. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot how to say the damn thing. Yeah, the hydrogen collider. Yes, CERN hard on. Yes. Collide. Yeah, I read. I read the CERN thing. I saw the documentary on the place. It's. Uh, it was a real worry, man. Yeah, I, I, I remember that in the news. They're like, oh, the mm-hmm. world might end or something. Yeah, but all that. Yeah, we talked. Or I think uh, we just split into an alternate timeline. Yeah, a lot of people say that's where the the Mandela effect started. Because oh, yes. uh, it started yeah. roughly the same year when people were talking about the Mandela effect. Is because yeah. of uh, the CERN thing. Um, that's a very we, we brought that up on my other well, show too. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, they, I guess they weren't very certain. Ten, you know. Yeah, we got that. Yeah, yeah. I, that's the, that's what I call the show. Certainly, something I forget what it was. <laughs> um, anyway, back to this thing. Um, <clears throat> you know, I thought it was it was a very cool sequence. I like I like I really liked it, but I loved it. It was not because it was a it was a visual awesome spectacle that I would have loved to see on IMAX, which I would have. Yeah. It's not that though. I love the aftermath of that. That scene after the explosion um, was really amazing. Maybe my favorite scene of the movie, give or take, uh, other than the, maybe the last scene of the movie, um, is that oh, when he's getting congratulated. Yes. Oh my god, me too. It was such a good scene. And oh, in the auditorium, seeing, dude. He, yeah, he is seeing yeah. like he sees a woman uh, laugh. And then cry when he looks back at over her. Yeah. Like he sees that guy vomiting his guts out, and he sees other people like fighting or like celebrating and high fiving and not doing. Like I love that scene. That scene is what really is meant for. Is what that is. Is like his realization of what's going on, his mixed feelings on it all, <clears throat> and the sound design and the uh, the soundtrack of the movie, the the composing is like what Luke, uh, Rob said, uh, doing a lot of the heavy lifting there. It's really doing a lot of yeah. work there. I, I, I love the sound deafening, the, yes. the ringing in his ears. Yes, very uh, good effect. Oh really in, your, in his head. Well, in I, the, my, I think my favorite part of that scene is when he when he's like, when he's just saying, to, he, he can't even hear him. He's just, nothing. And he's just, right. and, he's, and he's like, yeah, we did it. And we did it before the Nazis and we did all these things. And he's he's talking to them and he's getting these big cheer. And he's like, am I saying the right things? Like, I, I need to get the fuck out of here like he's the panic attack setting in and all these craziness and just like yeah and even the the explosion itself that scene wasn't focused on the actual bomb exploding it was focused on the effect it was having on the people than it was on the actual like seeing like an actual unaltered uh explosion happening on screen it wasn't that it was really the the shockwaves hitting all the people the oppenheimer and the colonel and all that like it you know, so it was really uh, that movie is really centered and focused on telling you that it's really about the people making this thing, not about the thing itself. So, like, arguably, um, some people may have wanted more of a bigger spectacle regarding this bomb thing, and it wasn't probably what they wanted, but I think it was better for the material that the movie was doing. So, I liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah the big fan. Well, yeah, I liked it because we've seen so many of these atom bombs going off in all these movies, and 
That was not the main focus for once. Yeah, that was, yeah. You see one mushroom cloud, you kind of see them all. Also, very interesting that Nolan picked this movie to have entirely shot or almost entirely shot on IMAX and have it be like people talking in rooms and fucking classrooms and small like cupboards where they have a fake trial. Like, Isn't it? It's interesting how it's not spectacle. And his movies are usually known for that. Yeah. From I, think, to I, I, whatever. I think what he's saying is this, the spectacle here is Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Yeah, right, right. No, right, it right, works. Right, I'm just saying that's interesting to see that. Yeah. Um, that kind of version of Nolan that I didn't really see coming. Also, another version of Nolan I never saw before is that he has two sex scenes in this movie. He's never had a sex scene in, in his entire life. Yeah. Um, or in real life, probably. And uh, He's got four kids. Yeah, but my point is, is that everyone's – it's kind of the joke about him is that he's like – He's like a robot who's trying to understand humans. Yeah, like he's uh, he's very cold. You got that part humanity. down four times at least. Well, well, I don't know how he did it. He probably didn't take it out with an injection. Even anyway. Vision had two kids. So, oh damn, that's pretty good. Oof. That's a good. That's a good pull there. Um, but anyway, uh, that's the point. Is that fun? that's that's what's funny? And the, the sections weren't great. I feel like Nolan is like the, especially if you were in like the Middle East or in India. I feel like Nolan is like the movie version of Stephen King. Uh, where both are like really successful people in their field, but they both write or direct uh, sex scenes terribly. <laughs> and I don't think they were very good. Both Florence Pugh's and anything Stephen King has ever done. Um, well, give or take. I think one was okay. But like his sex scenes are not very good. Um, his horror is excellent. You know, Nolan's spectacle is excellent and science fiction concepts are excellent, but you know, God forbid humans. He's a missionary, man. What can you expect? Yeah, humans coupling are not his thing. Anyway, I thought that was uh, not a not a great point of the movie, but anyway, interesting to see Nolan kind of going around his usual stuff, and this movie is really unlike his other movies in many ways. And I liked that about it. I'm saying I like that a movie. The director's trying to do that, so I'm always a big fan of that. Um, uh, we talked about explosion, and uh, now, oh my god, I really hated that whole Sanskrit line in the sex scene. It was so bad. It was so tacky. Uh, Which one? Well, he Apparently, makes yeah. them read in while they're having sex, and it's the Sanskrit line of um, oh, F, yeah, that was bad. that was really tech. That was nice. They should have just left it that one time when they said it at the towards the end. Yeah, that's it. That's how it should have been. Yeah, what were you gonna say, Luke? Oh, I forgot. Oh no, I think it was some controversy between that line. I guess because it's religious text or something. Oh yeah, it's, uh, it's from the Bhagavad Sorry, I can't say that really well. Say that uh, ten times fast. Bhagavad Gita. Yeah. <laughs> I got a Vita. Um, it's from there. It's from that book. He translated himself from real. That's that's true. That's a true fact that he did translate that for real. Um, he did quote that on TV way after the fact in the 60s, by the way. In the 50s or 60s. Um, televised. You can literally see that video where he says that. So, like, that's why he's famous. But, like, he had that he did translate it and read it to himself back then, sure. But, like, the way the movie brought it up, I didn't like it. It was very tacky and kind of hokey. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he that was all that was yeah that was that was true and it does fit him. Uh, should also be uh, should also be said that the movie kind of alludes that he won a Nobel Peace Prize after the fact. He did, he did not in real life. Oh, I don't know if you guys know that. In real life, he didn't. He died before he would ever have gotten one. He was nominated many times before all this for many papers he wrote while he was in college and a professor and all that. But he never actually won it. Uh, maybe posthumously they did give him some honorary thing, you know, the way we give Oscars sometimes for dead people, but like um, it wasn't while he was alive. This should be said because the movie does have that ending with Einstein, right? And uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s character. Yeah. About like how his future is going to be the same way his was. Like after the fact, they'll try to congratulate you this way, even though they don't respect you 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that scene is shot the same way that uh, that scene. That scene is that when he gets all the stuff, the accolades. It's mm-hmm. shot the same way the, as a flashback scene, or as a uh, as a memory, or as a potential memory thing. Yeah. So he looks significantly older though. In he that does. He does. Yeah. But and I don't know if it's. And so I didn't know if it was that that he won it. Right. I didn't know that. But yeah. Knowing it now that he yeah. didn't win that, it is shot like this. Is it's shot like what he was thinking was going to happen. Rather correct. Than, yes, right. So exactly. like it helps you going. It helps if you but, know that but, as an audience member. Yeah. But if you're ignorant, then you may not. You right. May but not so, but when you look at it, it is shot differently compared to what's what's mm-hmm. being shown to you as is. Yes. Which I also really liked about it. Actually, I thought, yeah. I was going to say that's a positive it. thing. No. Yeah. yeah it does. Yeah. Also, uh, I told Oscar this uh, when after the movie. Well, I didn't know Einstein was alive during those times. <laughs> I thought Einstein was a lot older. Um, I thought he had died before, like war, like World War One, around that. Mm. So, did you think that, Luke? Or, I mean, are you uh, how are you familiar with this icon? I didn't know history? when Einstein was born or dead. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, just, I just saw him in the trailer. Yeah, a lot of fascinating people were around. Back it's then. just crazy how like how we were. It's a uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fucking the time is crazy. Yeah. Um. I. Uh, yeah. Uh, I also really love the that in this time period. Of course, our, our, our grandparents were alive for that time period. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were, were. I mean. Yeah. Imagine reading all these news every week. You know, going coming out like it must have been a crazy feeling time. Like, like we <laughs> feel crazy. today. You know. A little sure. bit. Um. I wonder which of the famous uh, caricatures of of historical political inducing people today are going to be world famous enough where fifty years later we're going to remember them still. I don't know. We'll see. That's what history is about. Um. We're gonna find out before we die, hopefully. Uh, uh, I want to talk about that one uh, Truman scene. Now, aha, uh-huh, this is the one scene where Gary Oldman plays another World War II leader. Um, he's got two down, by the way, with this and uh, what's the other one? Um, come on, what's the other movie? He played the president and Hitler. He, no, 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 he didn't play Hitler. For who was her? He, uh, Gary Oldman played. Uh, oh, uh, Churchill. Churchill. Thank you. He's got. F- Two out of the four or five leaders yeah, of World War II. Yeah, he's got uh, a bingo card. So yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So anyway, he plays Truman in this movie. Man, that scene was crazy. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think of that scene? Like, what and the implications of it? I'm like, trying. Oh man. I mean, again, very American. It just, I just felt so American. Current, like the the fall of America. That we're so high. You know, we're so full of ourselves. We're so. Uh, we, we can't even take. Uh, I just it feels so it feels so it feels he feels so you, wrong. You want to know something that fe- that so would feel just like that? That's based on real life. I have oh. a friend. I'm not gonna name drop him. I have a friend who said to me once. This is years ago now. He said his favorite president was Truman, and I asked him why because he dropped the bombs on Nagasaki and Hiroshima. I'm like, that's a dumb answer. <laughs> so like that should tell you the impact of all this culminating into that one statement I heard from a real life person. I don't know, 10 years ago. Um, that, I mean, that scene was so, uh, like, it It kind of, like, made me mad, man. Oh, uh, yeah, it made, me, it made me mad. It made me mad in, like, in the aspect of, like, it made me mad for America for being like that, to, to treat somebody like that. Yeah. Um, so, calling him a person. wimp and, like, don't bring yes. that wimp in here again and whatever yeah, he says. Yeah. Uh, uh, Luke, what right. did you think of that scene? I'm sure, I, I know there was a scene, but what the hell did he say specifically in that scene? Well, because uh, Oppenheimer well, he was, goes, yeah, he's trying to get him to like stop making bombs and like yeah. and to walk this back now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right. yeah. he, like, he was trying to walk it back from after Trinity, like the right. day after. <laughs> right, like, oh, hey, like he, he saw like what it like, can let's, do. And, let's not progress yes. further. Let's. He not saw the this. arms race that yeah. it would be. 
Yeah. Mm. And he was trying to tell him, like, are we going to stop this? You know, because he has power. He has leverage. He's on a time uh, cover, right? He's on a time's cover. Yeah. So, like, and uh, so Truman has him for, like, a visit. And he's saying, like, hey, we should walk this back. And he's like, fuck you. Get out of here. You're, you yeah. know, it was yeah, my decision then, and not yours. But then, essentially, but then Oppenheimer has this thing where, I don't know if it was after that, where scientists were like, well, are you going to let them use it? And he's just like, well, it's not in our hands. To make that decision. Well, that's part of the reason why it ran Never away was. with him. That's the yeah. whole point. It, once he yeah. once he made it, he was he made it too well, and it ran away with him. And the worst part about it, the irony is that when the bomb was finally made, with that when that test was successful, it Nazi Germany was already down. Like there was no point in bombing them; they were already lost. It was just Japan that was left. Still attacking and shit. That's why they were attacked, not Nazi Germany. They even said it. They were building it for them to not have it, not because they had said already. Not not, Germany had fallen already. We're still taking hits from Japan. Yeah, and uh, we're gonna. Japan was not gonna let us. Not gonna. And they're right, a hundred percent. Japan was just gonna turtle. And fucking fight that shit for forever. Yeah, the casualties yeah, that, that, that crazy. Was fucking to be honest with you, yes. No, the yeah, yeah, the the the, the casualties probably would have been even worse than the the dropping of the bombs, right? Right. That is probably, the argument for all, all, the, almost to the point, bombs. probably to like like completely annihilating Japan. <laughs> like I'm just I hate to hate to say it. If you if you really went to war like that, but like, you, oh, I love that there's that that one scene they had like oh these are the x amount of cities we want to. Mm-hmm. Potentially, yes, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh, uh, we're gonna take Kyoto off because me and my wife vacationed or honeymoon." Yeah, we, had, we honeymooned. And there. that oh actually god, happened. Mean. Yes. Oh my god! When he said that, that is so crass when, and cold. Oh, just like again, it is so again. Bad. It's just it, it it encapsulates America so just so to the point. And it's just like, oh, uh, like those little, there's little moments that you just see in the movie, and you're just like, this right. just and feels it's moments so like true. those that make me really like this movie. No, yeah, no, it ad- it adds it adds so much to it. There's little things, yeah. and it's just how it's set and how everyone takes it. Like, oh, okay, yeah. Um, that said, though, at the same time, this movie has a wide, uh, a pretty staunch opinion on Oppenheimer. I think. Do you guys believe that this movie Oppenheimer, made by Chris Nolan, is trying to? Uh, rectify or alleviate what people think of Oppenheimer, like like his reputation, because I feel like the movie is trying to defend Oppenheimer. I think I, so. I making him because a lot, the last hour of the movie, I would agree. Uh, basically, the movie outright says that he's self hurting himself, he's self flagellation with all these trials and letting all these people walk all over him and letting all these people like hurt him, like uh, re- by his reputation and with his clearance stuff. And embarrassing him. Like, he's letting them do this because he feels he deserves it for making the bomb. That is a all opinion. We don't know what the guy was thinking. Yeah, okay? yeah. So, like, I feel like the movie, um, even though I, en- I, I enjoy, I found that entertaining, I don't think that was really the, it wasn't really well solidified for me in the movie. Like, that's what makes me stop it from having a five stars, for example. But, like, the movie like almost gets there, but like I think it's too, it's I don't know, it's too rigid, and it's try and and trying to like save Oppenheimer's image in some way, or like his his. It's like, almost like the the admiration you know? for him is there. Yeah, right? like yeah. I, I yeah I get it. You know what I'm but saying? At the same time, I feel like well the way the movie's portrayed, right? It's like he he has been wronged. Why shouldn't he be shown that you know like that he also was this person, right? That the, right. That, 
So I get it. And I get it's like both versions, like in my opinion. I yeah. think he does a good enough job to show both both things. That he was wronged enough for us to get that point of view of like he should be done right by at this point. Let's not forget. But also that. it's like a rock and a hard place. Like oh, well, that was before he was chosen to be the leader of this team, the science team in Los Alamos. If it wasn't him, it would have been someone else. Mm-hmm. Would they have gone there eventually? Possibly, yes. Would they have gone there after would, Nazi would, Germany? Who knows? Would he have? Would he have gotten the position in the middle of it? Would it, would somebody else who got right. the director of making this? All right, of making yeah. the, the the bomb. Yeah. Right. Would would and Oppenheimer's part of it? Right. Working yeah. on it. Would he eventually have this, been taken over? This is why geopolitical is like warfare, and it's so complicated. It's right. really hard to really wrap your head around what's the right decision. There is at some point, in many points in this movie as well, there is no right decision. Like, yeah, or it feels that way anyway. And in the movie, yeah. I think that's where it does a good job of showing that, and I like that. Um, now, the ending of the movie, I really like because it's like I love that build up to it because, like, it's uh, I mean, they really like they really kind of like blow up the the pettiness of the senator, uh, yeah. Jr. But like, if you believe that, and if you buy it, which I overall did, I guess, um, at least to like, what did you say to uh, fucking um, <clears throat> Einstein? To make him like respond to me that way and hate me and shit, not talk to me for two weeks or whatever he says. Never had to do with you. I'm like, bitch, I had nothing to do with you. Yeah. Like, I knew that going in already, but like, you know, it was like it was funny watching him going on. Like, well, it, it's the the hubris of it, right? Like he um, <clears throat> he just thought it was all about him. Yeah, yeah. And it's like there's there's other important things besides you, right? He just told like, him. In fact, so, he just told this guy that he just ended the world in the future. You're so insignificant. He didn't even care about you. Yeah. Until you made him care about you because you brought this all upon him. Yeah. That's right. it. That's the only thing. And even then, to the point, he didn't want to fight you. Like, Yeah. yeah. But I, I love the build up to that ending yeah, because the, it was a really good, like, really good. Yeah. I did want to come back to that Emily Blunt scene where he, she was really good. Um, mm. And the, the, she reacts, the, like, just the facial reactions. And when she's there, the, the, it's the quietness of it when she reacts in the room. Uh, when yeah. being interrogated, and she's just like, "Oh, like you cheated on me," kind of thing. She knew, but it's like being brought right. out, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's more of that, like, "Why the fuck is that being brought out?" kind of scenario, right? Why are you being under a microscope and all this stuff? But it's the way she reacts to it. That's the one powerful scene in that room, right? For me, and then the other powerful scene is obviously when she gets cross-examined, right? And she's just like, "Yeah, like, well, you're not asking the right question. You're not asking the question properly." You know, and she just goes in on him because this guy's a fucking yeah. dog. He's just that was a good scene. He's a dog. It was a really good scene. Yeah, yeah. and he's like, and he's like, uh, he's like just coming at her right with all these things, and she's like, yeah, okay, if you ask me the question right, I'll, I'll answer it for you. That's not a problem. But she's just so fucking literal, matter of fact of it, right? And like, just immediately diffuses them, and she's kind of like almost looking at Oppenheimer like, this is what you should be fucking doing to them. You're smarter than them, you know. But the thing is, you're getting emotionally caught on, and you need to be fucking like, you don't need to be emotional. You need to be smart. Right, um, and like you need to use your brain here, and you need to fucking you need to fight them back at everything. Fight the fight, fight back for yourself, and that's what she's doing for him in that aspect. You know, and yeah. it's funny how he had no fucking. He immediately was like, "Oh yeah, I have no problem with her. Like she's gonna, she's gonna be fine on her own." When he <laughs> tells it to the to the lawyer, yeah, yeah, yeah. like no, 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 it's not gonna. And then just that the next scene that follows, just it's just a really good scene for her. 
Yeah, and obviously this is uh, the big MacArthur era where everyone was a communist and everyone hated each other. Everyone blamed each yeah, other. Yeah, it's crazy how they're man. We really all because of the Russian and because of oh, the arms race. This I all get, leads to this whole thing. Yeah, know? I get it, and it's just yeah. it, but it is crazy. It's just like how much we even fucking tore our heroes down for that shit. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. we didn't trust anybody. That's <laughs> fucking better awesome. dead than red. You know, that's that's basically what was, it really was. That was yeah, a common thing really. people painted on their houses. Yeah, not a so. not a joke. Yeah. Um. Anything else in this movie? I know we've been at it for an hour, so I'm asking. Um, she was really pissed about that handshake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I would be too. I would. Be, I, I can see her point of view in that. And those. Times. I guess I don't know. I guess he was just trying to still be like. I don't. I think it showed more character out of him. Like, yeah, you're trying to fuck me over, but I, you know, moral high ground. I guess that that's. Uh, it's more like I'm at peace with it. I'm fine. I'm fine with it. I. You know, oh, no, I saw it like he just like he, he, like he, uh, not, not like indifferent, but like kind of an indifference. What happens to himself? Like he doesn't. He's shamed and he is tortured because what he feels about this bomb thing. Yeah, like that's, like, I think that's part of the self torturing thing. I think that's all part of it. Personally, that's what I think. Um, anything else on Oppenheimer, fellas? No, I think right. we've said a lot. Finally, <laughs> we're gonna finally cut it oh, there. Uh, 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 but Jesus obviously, we didn't see it in IMAX, did we? Oh, right. We never mentioned that. Yeah, no, none of us saw so, in IMAX because our, our real IMAX and, and Navy Pier. I love, I love, love, close. love how people are re- barely realizing that any IMAX you've seen at a regular at a regular theater is not oh, actually IMAX. Right. It's all IMAX. That's why we've always been called it IMAX. Yes. And I'm like, it's not real IMAX. It's the only IMAX, IMAX that we actually had was at a Navy Pier that's been closed down since before, a little bit before COVID. That's it. And yeah, and that I forgot it. about because it's been that yeah. long since I've been there. Yeah, they're, they're, um, and they're not reopening it any fucking time soon. No. I wonder if there's going to be like a resurgence. Of people are going to be like, hey, we want IMAX back. Real there's like IMAX. 12 places in the country you can watch IMAX. That's it. Like and, and Indiana and Michigan. Ew. Yeah. And Indiana. There's one in Indiana, I think. Um, and, well, like a few places. Anyway. Yeah, but the real one is a big fucking screen. It's a big fucking screen. That's how real IMAX is played. Real big three, four stories tall kind of screen. Five stories? I don't remember. Uh, um, so huge. Maybe more. Maybe more. Maybe I'm Huge. Way the biggest. Yeah, maybe I'm way. <laughs> Are you doing Trump right now? Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Anyway, that's it. For, uh, so we didn't see it that way. That sucked, but we saw it in the fake IMAX. At least I, I um, what about the whole black and white versus color? Oh, I mean, he fucks with time. I think uh, that's appropriate. Well, and, at first, I thought I was like, "Wait, are they?" No, that's the black and white was the color. The the black and white stuff was after the color stuff. Which right, was he was just like, "Okay," yeah. but then somebody brought up the point. Where it's like, "Oh no!" Like the color stuff is how dead subjective. He is. Like or, he was alive before he made the bomb, and he was dead after. I think that's kind of like the feeling. Like he's like colorless. Like he feels like feels black and white. Oh no! Somebody said like if it's in color, it was like subjective. But if it's objective, it was in black and white, and that's like no. a different way of like looking at it. I don't think so. I don't think that tracks. No. I'm not gonna get into it right now. I don't have the movie. But it, it did mess with you because you always think, oh, black and white. It's in the past. Yeah, normally yeah, that's I what I think of it. That was uh, definitely a little trick there. He did. Yes. Um, you're right though. You're right. Uh, maybe that's something to look into. I'm not sure about that statement, Rob. Ah, uh, Luke, sorry. Um, but I don't think that's true, though, because I'm pretty sure that's not true. Um, anyway, uh, that's it for our review of Oppenheimer. We're going to take a break, finally. And our next movie is going to be what, Luke? They cloned Tyrone. Did they, though? Anyway, stay with us. You'll find out. 
A series of eerie events thrusts an unlikely trio onto the trail of a nefarious government conspiracy in the pulpy mystery caper. It's a lot of buzzwords. Pulpy mystery caper. Yes. Yeah, it's not bad. I like that. They cloned Tyrone. Directed by Jewel Taylor, I'm assuming? Yeah, like Joe Pack. Like a Joe okay. Pod. Yeah. Never heard. Um, only on Netflix. That's what matters here. Netflix. I why? Didn't say why? Because okay. they cut the check. Well, yeah. Well, they All know. right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Starring John Boyega, Jamie Foxx, Tayona Paris, mm-hmm. Kiefer Th- and Kiefer Sutherland. Those are like the main four, I think. Yeah. So yeah, overall. All right. First impressions. Oscar. Me? Yes. Am I next, though? Before I actually say that, I'm going to actually issue a correction. So in the next segment, I accidentally said <laughs> that Blazing Saddles wasn't a parody. It is a parody. That was my correction. It's a correction for the you, future. Whoa. So. I you, said that. You're letting I'm, them in on too much. I'm, Whoa, I'm just saying. Oh, I made I made a mistake. I'm correcting it before I made the mistake. <laughs> in the timeline of of our listeners listening to this, I'm saying. How does this work? This that was That's that, some inception. That, shit. that was that. This is now. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I figured I stayed with the Mel Brooks reference. Um. Pretty good. Anyway, uh, I was researching a lot of those movies, and there's a lot of good ones. Surprisingly, enough. Um, Mel anyway. Brooks. Um. Yeah, so they cloned Tyrone. Uh, I didn't know exactly what to expect when I saw this movie. And uh, seeing it this morning, I noticed that um, it's a really interesting blend of like uh, of science fiction and the black exploitation. I mean, the first thirty minutes of the movie is like black exploitation as fuck. Yeah. Um, Which, by the way, I was very surprised that this movie was chosen. But it isn't overtly comedy, though. It isn't like comedy is like the number one genre of it. It's not like funny, haha, like that. It was not like a laugh a minute or anything. But it is like an exaggerated version of crime. I mean, not that exaggerated. You know what I'm saying? But it's it is a little. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the movie itself, it's set, and it's funny because this movie is set on, in present time. But it doesn't feel it like it doesn't feel present. Oh, even the cars they drive mm-hmm. are all old as hell. Yeah, but they have iPhones, and they mention uh, pop culture. Did, regular, did they have yeah. iPhones? Because even the first phone that you I thought that they showed was a Motorola Razor. Oh, maybe I'm wrong then. Well, they're in now. They're back. Wait the way, back. I know they, they are, but it looked like the old Razor. That's I know that ones. they. I know that they uh, for sure though. They they definitely like. They were talking retrofuturistic. Like, they mentioned a lot, especially Yo-Yo. Like mentioned a lot of like topical references. Like yes, you know what I'm saying. Like um, the David for, like Obama was one of them. You know that's pretty. You know, like recently. Yeah. Um, as far as like what the time period looks like, also like there's this heavy filter on this movie that makes it look like it's from. Like it's a VHS copy that you're watching. Yes. yes. <clears throat> one, oh my god, that's the first thing I noticed, and I actually loved about it. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I also, I also dug it. Um, I would say that they leaned a little too heavily on it sometimes. I felt in some of those dark scenes, I felt a little too much. Otherwise, it was, it was great. Yeah, it was, it was extremely dark. Even in my dark room, it was dark. It was, it was aesthetically pleasing. So what I thought about the movie itself um, is that man, this is a fun romp. It is a fun ride. I didn't expect it to be quite so entertaining, and it does. Um, 
it does evoke energy or the same vibes to uh, Sorry to Bother You um, in the sense that like it's some wacky shit and it's like very commentary on a lot of things about uh, America and society and uh, obviously uh, through the lens of um, African Americans and all that so that had those similar vibes there but uh, the science fiction, the wackiness the out of left field kind of ness in the movie, now this one's more tame and sorry to bother you. Sorry to bother you is fucking bonkers compared to this. I still haven't like, seen Sorry to Bother You. But it's still like in the same vein. Like there's okay. there's a good one to punch because they both have this like I don't know if you remember off that movie, it um, doesn't have government involvement, but it has does have like this heavy like you know, others other societal involvement yes, 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 in the background of it all, you know. And uh, and it leans into that pretty well. So I, I dig that a lot. I was trying to remember um, when I was watching the movie, it reminded me of these other two movies. That's a good, like a good mashup, like what this reminds me of. And for the life of me, I can't think of it right now. Maybe as we discuss, it'll remind me. But I really liked it. Um, I would say that the, that the first half of this movie might be a, a little better for me entertainment-wise because it heavily has uh, the trio of uh, the pimp, the hoe, and the di- the drug dealer, like together, and when they're together, I feel like the movie is way better when they're like talking to each other and bouncing shit off. Uh, at some point in the movie, they do separate more, and I guess that like lowers down the entertainment. You know, they do get answers and all that. So I just want to say that uh, that this trio is pretty cool, and I really like them. So yeah, I I like the movie a lot. Awesome, awesome. I'm glad I picked a good one for you. Goddamn right. <laughs> Ralph, what about you? Uh, yeah, it was a good movie. Wow, awesome! I concur. Yeah, no, uh, I, uh, I I agree with a lot with. Uh, All right, good night. What Oscar said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree with a lot with what Oscar said. Um, I do agree a hundred percent with the whole. Um, uh, it the movie does feel better uh, with the three of them, and it's interesting because. Uh, you feel like they're going to clash a lot, but they actually work really well together. Um, especially with their personalities. Well, specifically one personality, um, and that's the Pips. Um, he f- you feel like he's just going to clash with all of them. And it's it's funny because he, he does, but he doesn't. And it works and it works out really well. Jamie Foxx does a, does a really good job there. Um, I think he's having fun lately with these movies. He's yeah, I, I 100% think that's what he's doing. Even if they're bad, he's just having so much fun. Like, he doesn't care. Uh, and I, I, John Boyega's characters, it's very uh, it's, it's very interesting, but at the same time, very, like, vanilla of, like, what I expect of that type of person, you know? Um, with the hard-boiled drug dealer kind of? Yeah, yeah, that's essentially very, very, very much so. Um, yeah, so... Uh, I was theorizing because uh, the movie, and this is what I know: the movie's good. And um, I was theorizing of like, well, who's in on what? What's going on? Like, who's in on who's in on everything? Like, once uh, once they they figured out this one that that beginning section, the first time they encounter the, um, well, I'm spoiling anything, right? Yeah. The first time they encounter that house, um, that's when that's when I was like, okay, I wonder who's in. And that's when I, when I start wondering or trying to take a guess of what who's involved. In, who potentially could see that's the movie's kind of like uh, I got my attention pretty much, um, and I was like already thinking about who who's who's part of it and who's not, and it felt very tropey to be honest with you. The movie felt very 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 heavy on the tropes, and uh, you know watching the movie and you see why, and it's uh, it's really it's there's also little little flourishes uh, little things that you can catch in the movie if you're paying attention also, 
uh, about what's going on. Did you guys um, see the science fiction component coming in? I never saw the science fiction component coming in, but I did and, see. Yeah. So I did. I did notice that something. I I did notice that something was going to be once once that happened. I was like, oh, all bets are off. Like once, once the they, what they went to the trap house is that what? Yeah, they, once they get to the trap house, that's okay. all bets are off. Like I was like, okay, this is just like we're up, we're out there already. Luke, you picked this movie. Did you see the trailer and that's what sprung you? Or like you just picked it randomly? What's going on? Um, no, honestly, I went on uh, Wikipedia. What I usually do before you know I choose my movies, I'll go on Wikipedia and I'll put in like Netflix originals, Amazon originals, and I see what comes out around our recording, and. That's how I chose it. And you just like total, total shot in the dark. I clicked on it and it says, okay. It explains a lot about your life and your choice. Jamie Foxx and uh, uh, John Boyega. And I was like, fucking hey, let's go. No, man. Yeah, you nailed it this time. <laughs> um, oh, so, Wait, you, so you also didn't see it coming then, this whole uh, government no. thing? No, it was, it was just, this movie was an awesome surprise for me. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that shit was it was cool. Like, I, I mean, I, I knew it was coming already because I knew a little bit about it. I knew it was science fiction, so I was waiting for something sciencey to come in. I just didn't know what it was, so I guess it was a part surprise. I love the. Uh, sorry, were you gonna say something? No, no. Okay. I love like the uh, how like the how people would have conspiracies. Oh, they're putting something in our food to control us or our products, mm. and here it's like, yeah, it's happening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was that was one of my favorite things, and. Um, the aesthetic of it, uh, like that grainy, noisy look to it. I you guess. know, is this guy's first movie, by the way? Really? That's amazing. Mm-hmm. First movie. Give this man some money for another movie. Oh, yeah. I definitely want to see what he does next. Hopefully, he um, becomes something. Um, and even those, what, what is that little thing on the top right of the corner? When, that little, oh, like, that's like, the little burn? Yeah. The little, yes, I yeah. love that. I was like, yeah. oh, my God, they even dropped that in there? Yeah, yeah and the movie was not shot on film, guys. It was not shot. No, of course oh, not. Obviously not. That's the, that's, that's the Only Tarantino and Nolan have those rights right now. So, like, <laughs> right. It's like, no, that's the best part about it because if, it makes you feel like you are in that, like, we're watching this in film Yeah, in a B-movie, Cinema, like Grindhouse right, in New yeah. York somewhere, you know, like, it's um, ends at 8 o'clock, midnight showing or something. Um yeah, it does have that B movie quality, but it's not trying to be a B movie though either. It never, it never gives that off. It just looks <laughs> a like movie a with B quality. I, actually, I would say the beginning does. Oh, maybe the very beginning, but yeah, like, the other, beginning uh, but the like movie oh, yeah, no, maybe. but the, the rest of the movie absolutely it really, not. yeah, yeah, no, no, exactly. I, yeah. I, I do. So story. as to what Ralph said about uh, Jamie Foxx, like not clashing with everyone else, I think it's because um, I think they work really well together because they are different. They're compatible because they're different enough from each other. For example, like uh, the dealer, drug de- uh, what's his name in the movie? Um, um, Fontaine. Fontaine. Fontaine, um, Great name, Fontaine is like so hardball and doesn't give a shit other than what he's after. Like, I mean, you, you, and you see that before the main conspiracy or the main driving force of the movie comes in. But uh, you uh, you see it when like when he goes into Jamie Foxx's, uh, what's his name? Uh, crazy, no, something. Something Stan Slick. Slick Rick? No, Slick. Slick Charles. Slick Charles. Yeah, Jimmy Fox's name is Slick, Slick Charles. Charles. My bad. Uh, okay, yeah. When he goes in Slick Charles's uh, uh, hotel room, right? Yeah. And uh, like, just like, immediately goes for the thing. No bullshit. Not even a little. Not even right. to threaten him that much. Just to get what he's uh, the money or the drugs that he's there for. Right. And he goes in. And, you know, he, he kind of treats the rest of the movie in the same way. Nothing really phases him. 
um, unless you're in the way. And he's never really in the way. He can just like bounce off. Like he can just like let whatever he says bounce off him and not even listen to him. And as far as Yo-Yo goes, they obviously have a relationship together. I don't mean a working one. Of course, that too. But like in the sense like she just knows him. Like she just knows kind of kind of what full of shit he is. So he just knows how to like handle him. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying that, like that, that's why. But I already he doesn't that affect was anyone the, else the, in the, the movie. real the the real yeah. fa- the real uh, third wheel here is Fontaine the whole time because mm-hmm. they are those two already right. know each even other, though right? he's like that's you know, his his car he's driving right like, he uh, he is he's the third wheel but he's really he's the captain of the, of the wheel yeah. Right? Yeah. This is just just manning everything, so you really don't know how dependable these two are going to be, and specifically how dependable Slick's going to be because he's already not been dependable in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, you know, so and it's kind of like that to see how where they go in, and it's and it's cool to see them actually work. Just the fact that they do work really well together, and how like how they're willing to work well together and set their differences aside for this. You yeah. know, yeah, for, uh, a lot of people wouldn't do that. I mean, I'm telling you, Jamie Foxx's script must have had like a page, a page full, a lot, a long dialogue lines at a, at a time. Hey, when you're the producer, you give yourself the best lines and the best mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely is the most memorable character, probably. But Yo-Yo really uh, did a good job too. I really liked her a lot. Uh, I forget the actress's name, Paris, right? Um, uh, Tayona Paris. Tayona Paris. Uh, I never really seen her before. I, I can't think of where I've seen her. If oh, I yeah, I looked her up. She's in Ch- uh, Chirac. If Beale Street could talk, Candyman, Candyman, oh, yeah, who, who she uh, in? and she's in the Marvels as Monica uh, Rambo. Oh, that's Monica Rambo. Yeah, wow, also in WandaVision. Wow, I did not recognize her then. Yeah, oh, then I have seen her. Oh. Did a stint on Empire. I've seen yeah, she all of that for sure. I've seen all of that except for Empire. Um, she was in Mad Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen everything but Empire. <laughs> So, uh, dear white people, they came together. All right, that's enough. Um, and uh, I really liked her. I really liked uh, Yo-Yo. Um, her Nancy Drew shit, like her, like her, just like her investigative like prowess that she you know wants to have and claims to Did have. Nancy Drew one. Yes, that was, yeah. that was really good. I liked. I liked the way she was the quick thinker in it kind of thing. Um, yeah, it was really good. Um, I I found the movie kind of like eerie and certain points, especially when, for example, when uh, Fontaine was first killed in the parking lot, um, which I totally saw coming. I I mean, I didn't see it coming that way. I just like I I knew something was going to happen. I just didn't immediately think that it was going to die. I didn't know that that part, the whole, I mean, the clone thing and the title, sure, made me think of it, but I didn't know it was going to be like that right away. And um, and then once I saw that government black SUV vehicle pick the, the dead body, whatever, up, um, and when he's, like, going to the drugstore or the convenience store, and, like, huh, I was, like, oh, okay. And I'm, like, this is, like, like a whole thing. This is That reminded me of the movie Us. And when the movie, like, later on went on with the underground thing, uh, it reminded me, of like, it's like a mixture of Umbrella corporation and us you know with the underground cloning thing um we'll get into that more in a minute because like i'm really close to spoilers here but right um, we are very yeah um but yeah it's a it's a real cool mystery uh i wanted to know more as they were showing me and uh i found the resolution i would say pretty satisfying i guess i wanted maybe a little more but i don't know what that little more would have been but uh, otherwise, like, I thought it was a really good first effort for this guy, for this director. So, yeah. 
Um, anything you just want to say before before getting into the spoilers? I uh, I'm I'm curious, and I, I'm gonna throw a ra- random stretch here. If uh, if because Fontaine's such a unique name, and I'm curious yeah. if it's stolen from Bioshock. <laughs> Get out of my head. Not bad. I like that. Yeah. Uh, so that's the first reference I got. What was I that? Was like, what was that phrase? Do you remember, Luke? Which one? The phrase in Bioshock. A man chooses, a slave obeys, no, no, no gods no. or kings, only a man. No, no, the phrase. Would you that kindly? Would, would you kindly? Thank you. Just, just, um, yeah. Let me, if you let me finish my fucking sentence, you would fucking have, you know. Right. You're worse than, you know, fucking that dude with the face. Anyway, um, but yeah, not a bad pull. I like that. I didn't think of that at all. Um, all right, so uh, we're getting to spoilers for They Clone Tyrone right now. Uh, for uh, when they first found that track, well, first of all, I did not expect the underground thing for real. No, not at like, all. Like I, when I would like when they remade the trap house into Dude, like, was, a regular house, I'm like how the f- that was pretty fast. I'm like, that, how is this operation working? I'm like, are we gonna get to see that? Is it, I I, I, I thought aliens know how far right they're gonna get? Oh yeah, that's that's like, I didn't think of aliens because yeah. again the black SUV made me think immediately like government black yeah. site type uh-huh. of yeah, operation, yeah. right? And um, and I was I was right there, thankfully. And, um, but like, once they get down there through the church, I'm like, bro. I mean, obviously, uh, they, well, they, uh, no, they have another excursion. Don't they? No, 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 they don't. Never mind. I thought they had another one. Um, no, they went down there through the church and then they, they do this whole thing of following the van. And, um, Jamie Foxx's character, like, proves himself a little bit by getting into the van and finding all the stuff and the key card. <laughs> he makes his world, he makes it worthwhile. Yeah. And, like, it's, like, a lot of great back and forth going on. And then the movie has this thing where, like, and it's early on because there's, like, almost an hour left when Kiefer Sutherland appears, right? Yeah. Uh, when they get caught in the strip club and it's, like, this whole thing. And by that time, you know for a fact that nearly every single thing in this whole piece of land in this neighborhood is controlled. Mm-hmm. Other than maybe the air itself. Is oh, air. you have, you know what, chemtrails. Can't. I mean, at this point, yes, I believe that. They right put now. it in the water. I mean, they put it in the food. They put it in the hair product. Right. They put yeah, it everywhere. Put it chick- the those chicken commercials, though, they were like, I'm like, I knew it was made up. And that, that made, see, because the movie opens no, up, I think, with one of those commercials, right? Like, yeah, one of those commercials is in the beginning of the movie, right? Yeah, that reminded me of uh, of Black Dynamite, if you ever saw Black Dynamite. I have. It's been a yeah. long time, though, so I, I don't remember uh, the reference. But um, I have seen that movie. We liked it. So that's on my short list for the thing. They were controlling people through the chicken as well. Did they really? Spoilers. I have to see that. Uh, it's no movie. Anyway. <laughs> um, I wasn't say that. Anyway, so they show that, that chicken commercial, right? And they had other, they, they had, I think they had like original music, like uh, playing yes, on the radio. They were, they were, they were controlling people through the music as well. So, yes. Everyone, I, so, everyone yawned in the car with uh-huh. uh, that sleepy song. Yes, out. yes. So, um, when they had that commercial and they're playing the music um, as the movie was starting or, you know, getting going. I was like, yeah, that looks like it's made to look like it's a black exploitation comedy, like exaggerated kind of comedy thing. Yeah. But it actually became a part of the plot and a part of the world building, which like made me think like, oh, it, it works. It served two purposes there. Yeah. And that was it's, really clever of the and movie. And it's so smart to use original music that's mm-hmm. mind controlling. So you don't have to actually 
get any real music. And you guys, and you guys listen to the lyrics though. They're they're really like self, yeah. they're telling actually. Especially especially uh, at the very end. That last yeah, that last yeah. song. Yeah, 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 that last song was all about mind control. I mean, it's just so funny the, the song that. But uh, whoever chose the music for this movie, it was fucking amazing. Like this soundtrack yeah. was really good. Uh yeah, I don't know who did it or how, but like that was really well made. I thought that was really cool. Um it was very surprising because it also sounds like it's from the 70s, you know. It sounds like it yep. has a very funky beat. Uh, it has, like, depressing funk beats. I remember seeing the subtitle saying that. Mm-hmm. Or, like, uh, what was it, a serious funk or something like that? I don't remember the, the title. <laughs> oh, I don't think but, I had the subtitles on, honestly. Oh, really? Um, well, that's what it said to me when I was watching it. Today. <laughs> um, serious funk. All right. <laughs> yeah, I think it was serious funk. <laughs> Uh, it was yeah. It was that really could funny. be really bad or really good. Well, in this case, pretty bad. Uh, I would say no, the movie never really good. reaches bad never... funk. Would be a bad smell, wouldn't it? Now I have a question for you guys. Does this movie ever reach any kind of level of horror for you guys? I'm not saying like, did you guys feel creeped out? I know we're like desensitized bastards here, but like, but like, do you can you guys see that for others? Like, did this movie evoke that as a subgenre for you guys or or not? Uh, yeah, mm. vaguely. But there's it's masked with comedy. That's the the, the problem is that well, it's not really a problem. But the thing is that the the movies have masked really well with comedy. The part that's horror kind of is, is that big reveal of they're in control. It's I've never had control of my life to begin with. Kind of scenario, you know, uh, all of these things, and then that one scene also with uh, with uh, Kiefer Sutherland's character. Oh yeah, that scene really shows how no control they have. Right, exactly. That's a very. I mean, that could that be like awesome. a horror scene, like horrorish. Like I have no control, not even of my body, of all of these things that's going on. And mm-hmm. am I myself? Am I this? But they do a good job of keeping it light enough, and also like where it kind of follows right after. So it doesn't really ever hit that ever again for me, at least. Um, I don't know about anybody else at all. I wouldn't. I never got horror vibes. I just got it's. A little bit of sus- not sus- maybe suspense, a little anxiety inducing, especially when you know he's like put the gun in your mouth and everything. Yes, and you can see he's struggling. He's trying to like break from this control, but it's it's it is just not happening. Yeah, but I also love how um, Yo-Yo is completely unaffected by this. Yes, like I, I, that was, was awesome. That? What do they say that for? She I, I don't use she didn't use like the products. Her hair, she had like a natural afro. I guess she didn't really eat. And like now, no, she had a wig, uh, a non-natural. It was a wig. It wasn't. A, it wasn't. Oh, I, that was the whole. That was how she got out of the thing. Yeah, they put that in her scalp, thinking that that was her hair, and right. it wasn't. Um, Remember? Yeah. At the end, of that would make sense. And uh, I mean, Kiefer Sutherland's excuses uh, why we don't even have to do anything to you uh, is because a hose a hoe. Like, well, I thought that so I, I I thought that he couldn't control her not because he was she wasn't using the product but because she wasn't cloned. I thought that's what he said. He's she that she's not one of the clones. So Pam and the drug dealer are. Yeah. But not like they had clones on there. They never had a clone of her because they didn't clone everybody okay. in the gland. Right. They just cloned. Maybe the, okay, so the, maybe maybe I missed that too because I I did miss that. No, part, I think right? that's what he said. I think that's what okay. he said. I'm pretty sure. So, but but also she she definitely. There's no way she didn't never never listen to none of the songs or never used any of the. I mean, she knew the hairdressers by name. I'm sure, she's been in there. You know what I'm saying? So like, she did use the product, maybe not overtly like many others, but I don't think that's what it was that was controlling. That was just like that would like led Kiefer Sutherland to um, control yeah. them at will like that. It was only if you're a clone can you be controlled. 
I think that's the yeah. But I felt everyone else in that scene was mesmerized or not like stopped. I think that was the music in that club. That's what did it. Uh, okay, and maybe it wears off when you give a, a command or when you stop the music. Yeah, so that's where that's where I was lost because she's yeah, the one yeah. Well, I would say that this movie and maybe that's like a clue to a first timer thing. Like it's not really well established. Yeah, and I feel like it plays a little loose. Another thing that it plays loose is because uh, that scene, which is a, which is I guess one of two creepy scenes. I didn't answer the question about if it's like a horror movie. I wouldn't call it either. I, I wouldn't say that either, guys, on the horror front. It was definitely some suspense in the movie, yeah. and the uh, the two parts that are creepy or suspenseful is that scene we're talking about, and uh, when they're in the trap house in the dark. I would say that's the other time. It's really it, and that's not much, you know. Yeah. Um, so anyway, back to that scene. Uh, you know that that establishes that okay, Kiefer's only has this ability. What does he say? Does what's the phrase? Um, oh, it's like a, someone's name. Yeah, is it? I, don't know. I, it's, it's, I thought it was a good name. <sighs> anyway, all stop. Let's just say it's all stop. He says something like that. It's like Olivia Black or something. No, it's Black something, but it's not Olivia. Black. I thought it was like uh, you know, I might still have Mega Black or something like that. Maybe that sounds a little right. I don't yeah. remember. I'll look like it up. a code or like a yeah. Anyway, um, once they establish that in the movie. Uh, it doesn't come back again until the very end when John Boyega uses it uh, against uh, the creator, you know? Um, it seems kind of weird because Kiefer is, a, is going around and, when, you know, in, that, in his death scene when he's uh, up against Yo-Yo and... Um, what's his name again? I'm really bad with his name. Um, Slick. Uh, he uh, he could have used that. He doesn't have to be in view of them, I don't think. I mean, at least that's, that's how I was up to, to the movie, I don't think. But anyway, it seems like he could have used it, or other people in the facility could have used it. You don't seem to, you don't see a lot of security in the facility either. You see some of them in the background when they first get in, when they infiltrate the, the, uh, you know, the suits and shit. But uh, you don't, it, like, the movie has a little shaky stuff in there regarding, it just seems like just scientists that don't know how to fight. Um, you know, it seems kind of like, oh, well, there's not much resistance in it. It just seems to be just Kiefer, um, which is a weird, weird thing to see in a movie that's obviously strictly controlled government style operation going on. Right. So, like, I feel like that that's another weak point, maybe, of the world building that the movie doesn't really explain. But it's fine. I was because I was having too much fun. So but do you guys agree with that. You guys you see what I'm saying? Like, I feel like they established something and they kind of like fucked themselves over because they could have used that against the, the heroes whenever they wanted. And they never did. You know, the clone control words. Hmm. No, you thought about this movie way more than I did. Yeah, <laughs> I was, it's I not just, a bad thing. I, I just, <laughs> no, it's not. I just, see, I would say to you, you didn't think of this movie enough. That's what I would say. <laughs> wow. um, I guess we just picked up on different parts. I guess so. Yeah, but uh, all right. Give me something you picked up then. <coughs> the, it was so weird with that one white, uh, when they first got into the first um, hidden house, the, the the white guy with the afro. Yeah, that was. And I was like, wait, that's so weird. Like, why would he? This, oh, like, what do we think of that? Uh, I thought it was really weird, but then I was guys, like, when they talked, they were talking like they were talking a little black, weren't they? Yeah, it felt like. What is that? Like, is that like they're mimicking their subjects that they're studying? Is that what? Like, is that what we're supposed to think? Or? Well, they no. Mean, th- didn't the older version of uh, Fontaine say like that they were trying to like literally whitewashing black people into white people? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did he? Did that? Did he actually say that about the the people working there? 
that's is that I, what I mean, we're supposed to. Think? I mean, if you think about it, if you oh, maybe, have right. these people and you whitewash them and you know, yeah, he did say I remember, but I don't remember how to control them. If in he that said way. that 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 the people working there were that, I didn't know that that mean that that meant that. But you maybe you're yeah. right. Olympia Black, Olymp- Olympia. That's it. Uh, what did I say? I said Olivia Black or something. You did say Olivia. That's you were close. I was close. You were close. Yes. Yeah. That's what she said to you. I'm sorry. Just came out. Um. Uh. Yeah. So uh, I may. I mean, I remember that scene. That, uh, it was a big info dump. So maybe I just missed it. So good catch there. I, I missed that. But that makes sense now. Yeah, there's, it, it, there's, it was weird. Well, there's a lot of parts that you could easily miss, miss because there's a lot of the conversations are very fast, are very fast paced. Um, even like, there's references thrown around all the time, specifically with uh, the two the, the the two characters, the what's her name, uh, Jamie Foxx's character and uh, Paris's character. Yeah, yeah. So, Yo Yo and talk off. They talk pretty fast. They talk pretty fast, right? And yeah, and it's hard to keep up with the references. I mean, there's a great line that she says. Where she's trying, I'm not sure. I'm not into that no David Cordy thing, right? I'm just like, wait, what? Did you just <laughs> say that? And, but she like keeps going right after that. It goes into something else. Yeah. And I was like, wait, did she say David Cordy? And I was like, wait, like, I was like, oh, oh my god. I was like, yeah, that that makes sense. Like, like that's fifty bucks for that? No, yeah, that's too little. <laughs> um, uh, and you know, like, yeah. there's like random little things that you and catch. shallow. And she has like these uh, these uh, these uh, tears of her sex working, uh-huh. right? And Shalimar is the highest one. Yeah. And I I looked it up and it was it wasn't that it wasn't that crazy but it was uh, I was like I just I had to, I was just interested and I was like trying to remember the rest but they all had like very interesting pop culture names too they did yeah it was like, really that's funny, funny. like Pixar wasn't gonna get you that that was really funny um uh yeah I, I wonder how many people if any actually ever get out of the clan I'm sure they maybe they're not allowed I, I mean I I kind of wondered if in the movie they're gonna find out that the place is actually more fenced in than it looks. Yeah, that's but no, it wasn't. Yeah. yeah, that's another question. Like but I feel like uh. I feel like it's to point to the. I mean, that's part of the that's part of the uh, the whole thing, right? Yeah. Where even with aspirations, you're probably not making it out. We're making it like next to impossible to leave. We're trying to keep you isolated. We're trying to keep you in this environment. Uh, we're trying to make sure you stay down so you don't get up, and it does feel like that a lot. So every time she has an excuse to leave or she wants to leave. She never does because everything is stopping her in that environment. There's so many roadblocks along the way. It's the man keeping you down. It really is. I mean, at that point, right? <laughs> right. It's a little. And, and, it's a, a literal embodiment of, of the man keeping you down. Yeah. Uh, it is, right, right. Right. It is that. And I, I love that it was Kiefer Sutherland too for a guy who's because he's like this patriot, right? And I'm a patriot. And it's just the way yeah, he said 24. it. I was like, it's yeah. just so funny, yeah, because it's 24 in the roles he's played. Yeah. And I'm just like, I also love he's kind of to be an asshole too, right? So I love how he's like, I'm not in charge. I'm just saying this trying to guy trying to collect a check. Yeah. So, he's yeah. like, I picked this place because it was supposed to be quiet. There's right. a, there's a Chicago one. There's a New York one. There's an LA one. Yeah. And the Glen's supposed to be quiet and you're doing this. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, that, that was pretty funny. Uh, what what do you think about the well now uh, what the movie is insinuating about like uh, I mean the, the man slash white people in this case as well maybe two different factions you want to say because the government in this case a lot of the head of this research project is not a white guy so uh, what do you think of all this stuff bringing in the fact that you're trying to control black people trying to see uh, what makes them tick as a society and how to integrate them into a peaceful version for the country yeah. like. 
what do we think of that? Like, what did the movie was kind of trying to say with that stuff beyond the surface? What do you guys? What does that feel for you? Because the movie is trying to. Say I feel like that's uh that that's a uh, urban urban legend kind of thing, urban myth, you know, that along the amongst the black community about like, oh, we're being we're trying to be controlled and we're trying to this, and this is literally them finding out that they are being controlled. <laughs> yeah, right? all the logic um, is say no. Right, every, right, exactly, exactly. <sighs> it is. It is that. Um, but there is also there is I feel like there is some truth of of, of it like we're so contained in our environment that they just leave us be right and that's how they treat us mm-hmm. and it is a lot of things that they are they do get treated very much the same that that way you know yeah um, they get they get uh, pushed heavily on these products or on these things to do um, and they don't do they don't they don't offer them any help or they don't offer them any, as what they would in the different areas right. Yeah, so it, I get it. I get that, like how you know how they would react and how 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 they act, also. But it's just it's also funny. Like, well, it also takes your part as well, right? But they let them fail on, on purpose, and the movie shows that. Like, well, yeah, we're we're making sure you fail to to, to you know we're letting you fail on purpose. Like, you know, you you did this to yourself, and we're letting you do this to yourself, but we're giving you all the tools to do it. We're not giving you the tools to help yourself. Well, we could because we obviously have the money and the infrastructure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Luke? Do you agree with that or do you think it's something more or something else? I agree. <laughs> I like the urban legend idea because I think it is right. I don't think this movie goes deeper than what it's saying. That's, that's a bad thing. I think the movie could have spent some more time explaining, uh, not explaining, but going into depth about the, the psychology behind this kind of thinking. Yeah. Um, you think of uh, a movie well, like I don't, think, I don't think it needs to. I think no, the audience no, knows. I don't think it needs to. No, I don't I, think it needs to. And we can. I think that what we insert is probably might be even better. Yeah. Um, I, well, I like I said, the movie's having fun, and I was fine with no, it. No, and I, I honestly right. do think the audience knows very well. Right. Right. So, yeah, I was with it. Um, uh, what the old guy at the liquor store? Yeah, or outside of Frog. Yeah. Do you think he's because? He's obviously a clone too, but he kind of knows, huh? Did we see? I, th- a clone I thought there was. I don't remember. He that. he knows a lot. Like he know he was yeah. able to like, read them. Like yeah, he's placed there like almost like a like a prophet. Purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If this was like an actual horror movie, he'd be the the crazy kook that warns them. You know, right. Don't go like, into the house right. on the hill. It feels like that would be right the harbinger of doom kind of guy. Right. But uh, he is that, I guess, but not in a traditional sense because it's not a horror movie. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I thought he. I thought that was an interesting addition to the movie, because uh, he's because uh, 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 Fontaine uses them to like uh, proceed right to find the. Uh, I think that's what the clue he gets for the church, right? Yes. Yes, that's where at least her. That was interesting. Um, also interesting that um, when we uh, in the post credit sequence, uh, we there's another frog person. Yes. The, yes. Know? Yeah. So you did see it, you bitch. Of um. <laughs> Come on. Did you see it's the not, one after really post credit? Is that post credits? Is that wait? But you know what I meant. Post title scene. Post title. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Being like technical and shit. I also one of the funny parts I liked about the movie was uh, how we all know that they're being watched at all, all times essentially. Mm-hmm. So how they concocted this entire plan to invade them by like having these hookers 
Yeah, pretend. Pretend to like, like give a and, and yeah, everything. and fuck them. Yeah, that was um, hilarious. That was really funny. And I, it, it took me a minute to re- like figure out because that was a fast sequence. Like it took me a second to get catch up yeah. with it, um, as they were explaining like the the plan, and because um, I thought that they were gonna like do this thing where like I didn't know the plan when this guy got shot. Essentially, like I thought that was. I thought they failed and they tried something else after. I don't know what it was. Uh, but that was really cool. That was really clever. Um, that was the real one, the, the one part of the whole movie that I guess uh, Fontaine kind of really um, puts, it, you know, actually makes because a lot of the stuff is, you know, yo, you're driving it, you know, other people are driving it. Uh, even though he's the one looking for answers. Right. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a pretty cool movie. I, I really dug it. I, I know that maybe there are problems that other people can see uh, more than, but I really had a lot more fun in it. And so, um, really good first movie. And um, I think that's all I have on it. Give or take. Anything else you want? Oh, but, oh wait, wait, wait. The experimental booths. Uh, that, that's another horror part. Because that was like... That, I mean, actually, she, Yo-Yo even says it. She was clockwork oranged. Um, yeah. There, yeah, there's also... I, I feel like the movie... That was a creepy scene. That, that was a creepy scene. That, that's all, that feels very Cabin in the Woods, right? Also, the very first time they go into the elevator... And yeah, and yeah, that's thing. another yeah. good one. That's a that's a that's a perfect uh, another really good example. I think this movie is like a building on all these uh, other movies that have done this kind of thing. Hey man, you got You got to yeah. take it where you get it from. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I totally agree. Um, but that was really cool. I like that. I mean, it was really fucked up, but it was it was cool. Uh, the one thing I though I think was really fucked up was the. Uh, how he went to it by his mom's room. Every single Fontaine went by his mom's room. She said, oh, you know, I'm watching my stories. I'm doing this. Mm. And then the one that he just gets as a bust the door. And it's just, oh, it was just the speaker. Yeah. Like, yeah. He has no mother. Oh, actually, that does remind me. Um, I, I did find it interesting that uh, the background that he's implanted with, the memory-wise, is of his uh, brother being killed. <laughs> yeah. It's actually a true, true story. Um, now, if... Uh, and when we get to that ending and when we find that out, that's real by the real Fontaine. I don't know his real name, Dr. Something. Um, he is Chester? Uh, no, Chester is the other clone. The, the, oh. the burly clone that fights the rest, right? Yeah, Chester, Chester. is uh, the, the bodyguard clone. Yeah, the bod- thank you. That's my actual no. clone name. Um, the guard clone. Um, anyway, when he reveals that, that's, that's a true memory that happened to that guy. Um, for, uh, two, two things popped in um, my head. Um, one is that, um, I mean, if a clone, a perfect clone, let's say, with implanted memory, sure, has like this background and these emotions attached to uh, like a, hor- a heart- heartfelt story of tragedy, right, of, of his brother dying, isn't that like just as impactful as if it happened to you? Like if the guy feels it yeah. the same, how is, because he, dis- he dis- uh, dismisses it pretty fast and yeah. then we, i thought that was pretty cold because he's trying to blend these 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 he's trying to do this crazy thing and you think he wouldn't think of it as cold i was a little surprised by that but another thing is that uh, i like how the movie uh like this whole experiment because of this guy because of the violence he he endured during you know horrible like life living you know in cities and shit in america like led to this overreaction right and I thought that was really interesting um, to think about because, like, yeah, it's through it's through like a, a major reaction to something horrible that can lead to like, you know, we just talked about Oppenheimer about like 
mean, banking on nuclear bomb, right? Through horrible things, we protect ourselves by overplaying our hand and so many things and going overboard. This is like another version of it, it's just science fiction. Um, and I thought that was really interesting too. Anyway, that was it. That's all I wanted to say. Um, anything else on the movie, guys? Uh, no, I'm trying to think. I think we hit pretty much everything. Um, Joel Taylor, you set the bar pretty high. For, we expect great things for you. For black exploitation sci-fi combination movies? For just a good movie. <laughs> okay. That's be all that. Well, I'm asking. Probably will, but yeah. Anyway, that's good. Uh, that's going to be our review for They Clone Tired Run. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we are going to review our last film, which is also our last marathon entry of the evening, which is what? All Came Falling Down. What's the actual title? Falling Down. Because people are going to think it as All Came Falling Down. <laughs> okay. Anyway, stay with us. An ordinary man, frustrated with the various flaws he sees, uh, he sees in society, begins to psychotically and violently lash out against them. And that's enough about Luke's life. Right? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, no. This is Falling Down, starring Michael Douglas and Robert Duvall. That's it? Directed by Joel Schumacher. Or Shoemaker. It's definitely Mocker. Okay. Okay, there's other people in this movie, but they're not as uh, important. Barbara Robert Hurt, Duvall are you talking and about? Michael Douglas Rachel, are the two main guys. Rachel Tickets. Rachel Tickets. Thank you. Okay. Come on, dude. She was in what, Ruff? Uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, Total Recall. That's yes, right. I've said it. Total Recall. Con Air. Con Air. I was going to say Mars, and I was like, wait, wait, wait hold on. <laughs> it's in Mars, but just not. You're right, though. It is Mars, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Not, not nothing here. Right. Primarily, it Come follows on, those Michael two Paul people. Chan. Come on. Raymond J. Barry, right. big character actor. The captain? Cool. All right. Sorry. Michael Douglas and Robert Duvall. Yes, okay. Fine. Ta-da-da. All right. So apparently, I got, I'm got. i going to get grief for this one because I've never seen this movie. You're going to get grief only because you don't know the rules of the marathon. That's what you get <laughs> you, grief you for. You just said the movie has to be... 30 yes, years old. But the, okay, but uh, what I thought was obvious, clearly not for the dum-dum here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, we're celebrating movies we love that have those anniversaries, not you, like ones we haven't seen. Dumb, dumb. That's what I, it's supposed to be. I chose this movie because I've seen so many <laughs> clips of it from time to time, and I'm just like, what is going on in this movie? Like, obviously it's something. He's so me. This guy relates to me. That's you. <laughs> look, that's, look, let's, look, I'm just going to say, there. he's not the bad guy. <laughs> already, already on the wrong page of history, boy. <laughs> I, I totally got Nightcrawler vibes. You're literally saying, like, if he survived, that's obviously spoilers from, from the beginning, guys. Yeah. If he had survived this day, this guy's the Joker in a month. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> What the fuck are you talking about? All right, all right. Sorry. <clears throat> so honestly, I I've seen the clip of him and like the the at that fake McDonald's, whatever it was, <laughs> yeah, Whammy yeah. Burger, Whammy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so many times, and I'm like, what the fuck? This is. I mean, I get it. It's the one I've seen only. is the bazooka and the gangsters with the bat. That's the one I've seen, the, and that's the other one, the bat. The bazooka one was completely new to me. <laughs> nice. I like how never the kid saw him. Everything. The kid, yeah, show him. What's but, the movie uh, called? Under construction. You like it? <laughs> nah, it's okay. 
<laughs> it's a working title. It's a working title. All right. In 1993, we were blessed with Michael Douglas in Falling Down. Defense. <laughs> Defense, yes. So, in a nutshell, it's a guy, L.A. traffic or something. His in name the is morning, Luke Kalik. Total fucking gridlock. Just, guy just hates society at this point. <laughs> Honestly. Just goes off. You know what, Luke? No joke. Over the years since I met you, I have thought of you as this person. <laughs> That's hilarious. I really have. It's not, I mean, I'm making a joke now, but now that I think about it, like I think I've had that memory and that thought process before. Like, look at that guy from falling down. <laughs> like, when is Luke going to have his falling down moment? <laughs> yeah, we're waiting for that day. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I know that I mean, guy. TSA is not far from defense uh, and or, for, or the postal service, which a lot of people go crazy over. So like, well, they literally call it calling going postal. So going postal, right? Yeah, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. I apologize. Yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, no, good movie. Oh, you liked I it? See, okay. yeah, I definitely liked it. I, I've, I've had moments that I'm like, I can see why he. Kind of went haywire. How many uh, a- army surplus stores do you frequent? <laughs> I honestly, I think I've ever walked into one army surplus store in my entire life. I have what? I have. I, it's funny because I've been to like five myself. That's yeah, and I've, what's the point? And I don't want to wear some like used shit. I mean, some of those boots look forever. Like they last forever. You could tell. They really do look like that. <laughs> they really do. I, I actually kind of. The guy was so bad. He was so nineties bad. The way he treated those homosexuals and shit. That was really bad. But that is he kind of sold me on his pitch on the boots, though. His pitch on the boots, he sold me on that. Like, <laughs> I would buy those boots right now if I was there. <laughs> you know, anyway. So, so this is basically, guy goes fucking all across, what, L.A., from city or town to town, and sees the worst of in humanity. Gangbangers and drugs. It's, it's the domino and, effect, right? It's, right. Uh, yeah, it's just... And it's not until the very end you learn that this guy's, you know, kind of gone through some shit. You know, with the, obviously he's divorced, can't can't see the kid, uh, laid off work. <laughs> I, I hate you so much right now. This is not me. Who do you, who do you hate? <laughs> you right now. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> Look, I, I'm surprised. Okay, what I find fascinating is that you somehow stumbled upon and on the show for a review your spirit animal movie. <laughs> I hate you so much. Oh shit! <sighs> no, uh, okay. Look, look. All, all jokes aside, mm-hmm. I can. Yes, I can see what you're saying. I too, traffic man. First of all, LA traffic I hear is the worst, and I get that. This movie really makes that clear. And that <laughs> smog, oh, smog that fly the the fucking people on the bus and the oh yeah, guy who's I get it. He phone. ended up getting claustrophobia. And everything. Yeah, I I, I get all that. I I've almost gotten there myself. Okay, um, uh, nearly the rest of the movie. Though, no, I really wouldn't. I really haven't gone that far. Can I see other people going down that? Yes, I can. I can see why. Society can bear down on people, you know, it's part of the lure of the movie, right? Um, where you see it's a sympathetic villain, right? Yeah, yeah. that's what it is. And I think they do a good job in the whole movie until the end, in my opinion. 
Ah, we'll get to that, I guess. But uh, I, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say that myself. But I want to see what your point of view is on that. Yep. Um, you were saying, Luke. That's funny because like, at the, I mean, he doesn't even see like seem like he's to himself. He's like, I'm the bad guy. Right. Like, he was surprised when the guy said that to the, the cop. Yeah. And that was like the crazy part. Like this. Obviously, this man has some really deranged uh, and past behavior because obviously there was that one scene where they're reviewing. He's watching old footage of uh, his daughter's birthday and his wife's birthday. Like the rock, yeah, that's the home end. VHS. That's the end. Yeah, that's the what? That's the end of the movie. Yeah, that's right. uh, yeah, that's towards the end. Yeah, um, yeah. That I mean. So, uh, we'll, I mean, we're there right now. Let's just go into it right now. So, this movie is about really a, a, a flailing mind, psychotic, right? Going, going down the rabbit hole kind of minds. It's all downhill. It's a downhill movie that is entertaining to watch going downhill because we tend to agree with a lot of the notions that this guy does, except that we would never, at least normal people that watch the movie, ideally, except for Luke, would actually do the things that um, go that far to correct these societal... Right. Like, I mean, correct. He's not correcting. He's just lashing out against them. He's well, he is lashing out, but he is correct in the sense, like, I also agree with him about the state of burgers when you buy them versus how the marketing ad right in front of you shows you how they're supposed to be. Yeah. I agree with that. How he's five minutes off from. Are you saying you don't agree with that, Luke? From ordering breakfast. Right. That's not on the menu anymore. Right. Like, like I agree with that. Yeah. You, yeah, you don't agree with dumb. that? Right. Well, then you, then you can understand. Um, except that you and I wouldn't bust out a fucking Uzi, <laughs> right? <laughs> Look, his um, finger slipped, honestly. Yeah, but well, he still busted it out. I'm not saying, you know. Um, same thing with the thing. Like, he talked to those gangsters, which were really, they were the overkillers <laughs> in this movie, honestly. Yeah. Um, those those uh, gangsters, like, they just wanted to steal and rob, rob, rob him, probably, no matter where he went. Yeah. But they elected to do this and he was talking down to like very normally respectfully he was saying all this like the right thing so to speak right the most yeah. humanely way of doing it and they were still like not buying it because we know that they want to rob him he doesn't really know it that way but that's not yeah. the point and that leads to that of like that confrontation that i could entirely respect anyone doing yeah Anyone doing it. If you do it tomorrow, I, I'm on your side. If I do it tomorrow, I hope yeah, you're on my right, side. Yeah, but right before that, he trashes the guy's store. Which I wouldn't do. Which I wouldn't. Right. That's the right. breaking yeah. of the thing. And I, but I do agree with him with the guy's like, you're not going to give me change. Your register's already open. Right. Like, that's what I – Exactly. And I that agree is with the, that, the wrong doing of it. And he's right. like, I'm getting charged – eighty. this is 1993. I'm getting charged 89 cents for a can of Coke. 85. Or oh, 85 cents? That's a lot. That's money. ridiculous. It's ridiculous, yeah. And even, it I is mean, ridiculous. It is ridiculous. You're right. And even the 50, right, 50 cents when he finally brings it down to 50 cents, right? He's like, I just want a change, brother. Like, that's all he, that's really what it was. Pop, remember but, we used to sell pop in our lockers? Or was that just yeah. me? For 50 cents a pop? Yeah, well, I used to sell other things, but yeah. yeah well, yeah. Okay, well, settle down. Um, <laughs> well, hey, 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 hey. A mouth to mouth. <laughs> wow. Um, and that was in 2000-whatever, too, or whatever, you know? So, yeah. like, I'm just saying. L.A. inflation, what can I say? Yeah. That's true. yeah. But also, like, this guy's, like, he's got a fucking ginormous hole in his fucking shoe. I felt bad for him, like, stuffing newspaper in his shoe. No, and I, the movie does a good job of me. I, in my opinion, the movie does a good job 
of showing the fact that he's obviously been done wrong. He's he's going through he's going through it, right? But we don't even know his name until like way into the third act. They yeah, I'm talking about like way into the his third name. Characterizing this movie is defense. That's his name in the IMDb page because he doesn't have a name until the but cops find out later on. Bob or Bill or something like that, right? No, no, no. Defense. His name is. No, 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 no. His actual name is actually. Oh, his name. yeah. His actual name is like Bob or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like William something. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's. But then you find. I mean, you, so you get all these things, right? Um, of like, I agree with you. Like the, the whole gang part. Yeah. Why not do that? You know, like, why defend yourself? You should. One hundred percent. You try to get out of this. You try to do all these things. Um, the trashing of the store, no, right? The uh, he's just he is lashing out at like every everything, how every little. I mean, thing he's a small business owner, out. right? I feel like more compassionate for the business owner. So do I. One hundred percent. Yeah, I felt bad for the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt bad for the guy. And then yeah, what's, the, what's, the, what's, the, what's the one after that happens? I mean, what's I would have just given it to him after he like with some of those. Reports. Uh, well, after oh, the business yeah. owner that he goes and sits down and he meets the. Uh, the gangbangers, right, and then they, and then, they then, then the right? phone call, right. Then they try and, to kill him. Yep, and then he gets the guns and goes to get the bird. That's, that's very true of a lot of hit and runs. They all, almost always miss the actual target and hit everyone else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Poor well, lady but, got shot in the ass. Oh my god! But before that, he meets up with the uh, the homeless guy, right? Or one of those whatever people in the park. No, I think that was after because that was yeah. right before the the bazooka thing. Is that after? Is that after the, the I burger? I think so. I think so. Okay. I think that's after the burger too. So then, so, okay, so the, the burger scene, which also like you, no. you're pulling out a gun, you're mm-hmm. why? Like, I get being mad, and I get asking for the manager, like, dude, like you guys don't serve, like, dude, that cashier at the yeah. Whammy Burger, she was like into it, dude. She, she wanted was, to like yeah. jump his nuts at I that. I think point. she wanted to jump him. Oh yeah. I don't know what it's, they told that actress to do. Uh, be lo- love the bad boy. What like was yeah. that what it was? Because like she was, was yeah. like fascinated e- and like yeah, I'll get e- the manager. E- it wasn't e- like yeah, I'll get the man. You e- know, imagine it wasn't... imagine it's the Fonz. There you go. That's what it was. <laughs> no, you know? like, <laughs> but she was like I don't know those gunshots. I, I she was trying to get her big break. I think no, she was I, getting I, into the adrenaline of it. Maybe yeah, I think it's maybe. what it was. I, I think it's probably one of those like this. Like oh, you want me to get the manager? Yeah, I want to see how this goes down. It's one of those things. No, but, but throughout the, the the after, like when he was, oh yeah, after yeah, like she I still she was in. I, yeah. She looked into it. I'm saying I don't know what kind yeah, of no, she, she did, got, she but that was a very weird scene for that in that regard. Um, I want to I want to save the detective stuff for later if you guys don't mind. But, yeah, that's okay. Because uh, the movie's equally split. Well, not equally. Oh, it's more split I, too. I just I just want to get to the point where like like break it down, right? Like the, yeah, yeah. The, the wrongdoings. Of yeah, it. yeah. Now okay. he okay. He's I I agree with him like. It's not as advertised. The burger looks shitty. You're already not serving breakfast, and you're already doing this. But you do pull. You you didn't have to go to the extreme length of threatening everybody with a gun and the shooting and all these. Things. And also changing his mind to get right anyway. By the exactly, way. <laughs> right? Because um, I think he bad. realized I went a little too far. Yeah, he does. Let me right. abide by societal rules. At like this he's point. still like a goodish guy. Like he still yeah. can be a good guy. Can right. still do the right thing. Right. Right. And then when he okay, so now he leaves. Right. Now he's walking through the park, and the guy's asking him for change, or he gets done wrong by the the construction guy. He's like, "What are you doing, pal? You can't be coming through here." You know, and it's very rude. The guy's very rude, but at the same time, you should be. He's not a situational aware. Like you're not aware of what you're doing. You're walking through a construction zone. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. People are working. Nobody walks through your fucking area while you're working, you know? Like, yeah. It's shit like that. Like, they're working. You, you can get hurt. You can do all these things. And it is like. I think it's how. Well, he came up to him with, with the sign, like, like shoved it in his chest, like, hey, like, you, you know. 
and I and I it, get it's it. The it, approach. it. It is the rudeness again, but you got to look at and you. The other perspective is look at it from the construction guy's perspective. What are you doing? You obviously see shits going on here. Why are you even walking? Some people yet? are in their fuck. Some people have no fucking self awareness, and I get that. But that's yes. what he and I get it. What well, I hate about society, it. right? Me too. Right? Exactly. Listen, it happens to me at work all the time. But anyways, and the reason um, why I don't want to work there, right? Exactly. But besides the point. So he gets that, and then he gets this homeless guy, right? Who is asking him for money, right? Or oh, like, I'm just trying to scam him. Uh, but he's trying to scam, and he's like, he goes no, overboard I don't for a homeless guy. He puts in a lot of effort. A lot of effort. Stuff, a lot of effort. And he's like to the point where like. I wonder if that I, gets him more change. I, I would be annoyed by it too. He actually handles that with more calm than I thought he would. Yeah, that's like done. I thought pretty well. I wouldn't have put up with that shit either. Yeah. Right nowadays, I would have just put my headphones back on and would I just stop bothering you, bro? Like, what the fuck are you doing, right? Um, or whatever the case was. Um, but yeah, so he handles that one. In my opinion, pretty okay. What's the one right after that, though? He does something. Well, one of my favorite, I think, is right after that, maybe around there, is uh, where he that's notices the guy that's uh, protesting in front of the bank saying economically not viable. That's a good one. That yeah. was like one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, yeah. Because it really leads into the ending of that movie where, like, I don't know if he had thought of that phrase that way or if it was already brought up to him in the firing of his from his job. Yeah. And it was brought up that way that led him to, like, be, like, extra aware of that protester. I don't know which is which. Yeah, like which came first in that chicken or the egg in that? But like, I thought that was a really compelling way to put that to the ending of the movie. Yeah. At least when we find out more about like him being fired, and when we find yeah. out more of his backstory. Right, right. right, right. Most people, oh, I'm overeducated and underskilled or whatever. Mm. Or is it the other way around? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know yeah, anyone yeah. who can build missiles or make them or whatever. It seems like they could get jobs, but a job anyway. Maybe yeah. not. Maybe. That, like, I felt for the guy. He said, "Hey, I well, did he everything to- I was supposed to do with society." He said. You don't get I, a job, get married, have a kid. Yeah, we're we're well, getting to that. We're yeah, to that. well, that's yeah, what we come with the problem. Of, we'll get with that. Right. We'll get to that. Yeah. So then he gets the, the surplus, right? Which <laughs> yeah, that guy that deals with the Nazi guy, right, or whatever, and all yeah. these craziness and that entails in its own thing. And in his, he does put himself in the situation, right? And now he has to get out of it. Which good callback to the butterfly knife. Um, yeah, that he had, and uh, yeah, I get that. But then he goes full ape. And now I'm now I'm pissed off because I just almost got killed, and all of these things are potentially killed or turned into. Yeah, they're looking for me and all Is these. Is that the things. point of no return for y'all? Well, he I think it's the point of no return for him because now he's got a bazooka. Now he's on his way to his, his wife's house or his ex wife's house, or he's getting closer. Well, the construction zone too. But yeah. Right, and then he does a, another construction zone, and he's getting another lip service from this guy about I don't know what the fuck's going on, pal. You know, oh, why the streets? <laughs> yeah. yeah. This, there's nothing wrong with the street. This is a perfect encapsulation of what happened in Chicago with construction yeah. here. Yeah, construction. Yeah, why are they doing construction here? Preventive maintenance, right? So, <laughs> and I get, right, preventative maintenance, right? right. And it's, it is one of those things. Like, why you can't just say it and blah blah blah? But like, bro, you're you are arguing with like the wrong person. You're arguing with the guy that the guy is holding the side. He's telling people to move. Yeah. he doesn't know shit. You're, you're right? arguing with the guard about what the king is doing. You know, right? Like, yeah, you're like his this. decision on that. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those things, right? And he's not, it is the point of no return. And then after that, he's after that is that he gets to the wife, right? Not right away. I don't think. I think there's another. I feel like there's something else. Oh, yeah. Um, he the bank. Is that what he calls or, or from the from across the street to the Venice Beach thing, which I didn't yes. know was that close, by the way. Yeah, and yeah. so this movie reminded me that uh, they were really right there at the beach. Yeah, they really were. I didn't know that's a cool house, I guess. 
Yeah. Oh, cool place for that. Great it's probably like a $3 million house nowadays. Yeah, yeah must be. Must be. Yeah. Um, I wonder if that's if that's what happens next. It must be, but I don't. I don't. I don't remember. Well, there's some stuff with the detective. We, we do. Happens. Well, we also switch away not just from the to the detective, but also the wife. Yeah, yes, wife. A few times with the we'll cops because the cops, she call he calls her <laughs> a bunch of times and she's worried the whole time, right? Yeah. And there's actually a very important important scene that this also like I think the movie is trying to portray that like he's like he's this he's done wrong, right? Almost right, even right. in the marriage. His ex-wife, where the cop asks, uh, "Well, did he beat on you? Yeah. Did he threaten you? Right. Did he? Did he ever hurt you guys? Did he ever hurt the kid? Did he ever? No. But it was always the looming thing that he could, and he's always had anger issues, and he's always had like, and I was just, I was just scared. I just, I was just, I didn't feel comfortable. And the officer kind of looks at her like, "You're like, why would you?" Which is so a fu- fucking weird to see that nowadays. Yeah, I, and that's I way that. more. Like, I, t- I yeah. told that to my, I told that so I, I, my wife caught that at the very end of it when, and that, that happened that scene I had told her about it and I was like I go back then that's just like I can see anybody doing that yeah anybody like oh wow I would like it he seems didn't like do you, anything, she, right? he didn't do anything it seems like what what what's your problem right right almost to her like but at the same time like nowadays no one would say that and that's like, kind of how that scene is played. Yeah. Oh, gotta get an order of protection. Gotta get this kind of order. Well, yeah, and and, and but in anyone's like, it's very healthy for her to have left that early. Yeah. Like to know that it was mm-hmm. that you know that it was going to go bad. Why? Why wait till you get hit to leave? I also like that because even though the movie has shown like this man falling apart, falling down, right? Yeah. But the whole movie up until that point, like I I can't say for sure that I would have thought that this guy was exactly capable of that either. Like, I yeah. don't know what makes him. Obviously, the movie fleshes that out later. And when we see that home video, yeah. it's fully explained for me. And, and that's he exactly is that guy. He for is sure. That. I'm, yeah. I'm with her. And that's like, oh, yeah. This guy was like about to blow any day. I, I any get day. that. Yeah. yeah. You should have left for sure. But like, and, before that, I wasn't sure. Yeah. And I, so, and then finally, we'll get to the home video. But once, and then once we get to that part and we see. That he and he doesn't and he doesn't even see it himself. That's the worst part. Or maybe he does. I don't know. That's well. But. That's the thing. Yeah. That's okay. Continue. I'm, I'm, yeah. Right. That's what I was. Like. That whole video part is that where he's watching it. We're watching it really, and it's like it's been there the whole time. He is an asshole. He is he. He's an asshole. He thinks it's he anger should, issues. Yeah, he's got anger issues. He thinks uh, he's always been wrong. He's always thinking in that negative tone. He's always thinking of those things, right? Uh, he's uh, and it, it is all those things, and I can see it. It's like, it's always stirring inside of him. Right, it's a cons- consistently shaken bottle of coke, and it's like the moment that bitch is open, that's just popping. Like it's over. Like we just know it's ha- it's gonna happen, and the wife sees it. Like the wife sees it, and I get why the wife left you, and probably your job saw it too. You're probably an anger person or whatever. You thought you did this, and they yeah. let your ass go, right? And uh, you were just the easy easier person to be choose to let go, right? But he never sees it, and even in, in my opinion, even in the whole video when he's watching it, then he still doesn't see it. He still doesn't, uh, until the peer scene, I think st- he still doesn't see that he's doing everything that he that he's in the wrong of the way he thinks things, the way he portrays, the way he's observing these things, the way he's acting. The 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 really bad luck thing about that because right then is when the cops are coming in, right? Yeah, he notices where they are. He almost sees it. It's like one frame away from noticing what's going on. Like you can see it in his eyes that he's like. I don't know if Michael Douglas is acting, or if this is like a camera work or whatever. But yeah. like, I feel you feel like he's seeing it for the first time, and he's gonna get it. Yeah. 
but he still doesn't because like the cops wake him up or the opposite like keep him uh, you know distract him like he was been distracted this whole day yeah. and 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 goes runs off for his wife like he's still going all right you know gotta find my daughter um it's like it wakes him away from the from this realization that he's on the brink of getting yeah that this guy just fucking needs therapy bro i mean this is the the king manifestation of that like oh this, yeah this is like what this guy 100 yeah. percent should have gotten from teenager or whatever this problems arose you know um yeah, i didn't be- see any problem with the mother the mother was just as afraid of him really yeah, yeah she could like the mother was afraid of him <laughs> didn't even want to swallow her food why you would just sit there and not say anything and eat robotically and shit or whatever yeah it's really weird that sounds like a serial killer, but not ser- he doesn't serial kill, you know? Right. And, you know, he says he abided by society norms. I'm like, did you, though? Well, like- that's the problem with him is that he thinks that that's what he should do. Not that he wants. He should be wanting to do it. Right. That's what he doesn't get. Yeah. He shouldn't want children. He should want children, not just feel like that's because that's what's next. Like, that's not a good. I'll, I'm not saying everyone's like this guy, but a lot of people do have very different ways of doing it. But, like, feel that way about doing things in life. And, and I mean, it's now outdated. I think in progressive parts of the world, but oh, yeah. for the most part, still there. And it was there a lot more 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago, but like that people should just have this track. Yeah. yeah. My, my, my favorite thing is because uh, they have to, like yeah, no my, one has to do well, that. My favorite thing is uh, people go like, well, you know, like I'm older now, so I, I can't play video games. And I'm yeah, that's a, a good one. Or watch I'm anime gonna, because I'm, it's I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to have a kid soon. I have a wife. And so I can't do any of those. Chi- like, oh, who's like, telling you how to do it? Like, right. The fuck society. But it, it? it's not. Nah, it's really it's self-imposed. Not. It's, it's really a self-imposed, self-imposed yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, one hand, it is society, but on the other, it's it's your house. It's your thing. It's your life. Yeah. No one's it's, telling you what to do with your life. Yeah. So, I, like I said, in my opinion, the movie does a good enough job, especially during the first half of it. Like when he just he does have outbursts, right? Um, especially when he breaks. Like I don't agree with the whole scene of the 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 the, the, the store, right? When he busts the store down. Yeah. That, that's the, the big outburst, and everything else. It just feels like he's just kind of like going through it, like you know it. Yeah, he's just having to deal with these situations. He is being wronged. He is being treated like shit. Society does suck. All of these things. You are in the shittiest city also. You know, like one of the shittiest cities. I mean, right? there's a half decent paper about society in this movie that you can yeah. extrapolate. Half decent. Not like amazing. But like, that. yeah, this movie does touch on. Yeah. And it, it is a lot of that stuff, right? And you kind of are almost on his side. Like, you're being wronged. It sucks. Like, I get it. I get it, man. It sucks. You know, yeah. and, you, and you're going through it, and you're already having a hard time, and you want to feel for the guy. But when you realize that twist at the end, or not that the twist, but the reveal, uh, that, like, he's just, he's always been like this. He's always going to be, you know, he's, he's yeah. needed help a long time ago. He's yeah. just, you know, all this. The problem things. is that it was him the whole it's time. It's always been him, right, yeah. the whole time. And he's never, he's never understood it. Um, and uh, he should have gotten that, Biggest hints, the the wide awakening when his wife divorced him, yeah, and put a restraining order on him. Like that should have been like your widest awakening. Why did that happen to me? Yeah, no, yeah. doesn't think of it that way. Right, but you, he never did. He never got that. Yep. So and it's so then when that reveal comes, you're like, oh, okay, so yeah, he's just, yeah, you're not being wrong, bro. You're just you're putting yourself in those situations almost. That does that. That's that. So. Yep. Also, he put himself in all those situations by leaving the car. He literally stays in the car. Yeah. Honestly, uh, that I, was I, his I, moment. Honestly, I find that believable too. I sometimes want to do that too. I get that. I agree, okay, but it's yeah. like you you do have these things, and you're like, well, you put yourself in this situation, right? Honestly, you, responsibilities call me back on that. Like, like ah, I can't leave it. What the fuck yeah. am I doing? Mm-hmm. I have to pay. It's gonna it, get towed. Got to pay yeah, this. Right, right. Yeah, but I have. You to, know, we're living in a society. Yeah, yeah. Well, I get stopped by that, right? 
I stopped myself from that, right? Um, should we talk about the cop and the, his whole thing? Yeah, yeah he's just a B character. No, 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 he's not. He's solid number eight. I, dude, oh, what know? do you mean? He he grows. He has the. He has no, the my, okay. So <laughs> this is where I have the most problems with the movie. You guys know what I'm saying? You know, like, do you guys can you guys guess what I'm going to say? What the biggest problem with the movie is? Robert Duvall's a pussy. No. No, not that. Female police officers? Nope, not that either. <laughs> his wife. Yeah. I have a lot of problems with the way... His wife movie... is a fucking nut job. No, no. The way the movie depicts his wife yeah. is what I don't like. The... <laughs> oh, my God. I had so many problems with this movie, with that stuff. And the way it ended made it way worse with that with that relationship. I mean, the way the yeah. movie ended it. On. I mean, like, They're going to be divorced soon. No, it's... No, probably not that. Uh, it's just, it is so bad. I can't, it's so many levels. I don't even know. Um, okay. So, throughout the movie, they're kind of showing, uh, they kind of like, they sort of kind of maybe hint at the fact that maybe uh, Robert Duvall's character, who, by the way, always looks old. I feel like he's, well, is he not ready for retirement yet? Like, whatever. Um, um, that he might have been injured a long time ago and, that's why his wife is like maybe whatever about this, and these and some of these phone calls, especially that first one, where she's so adamant, right? And he's so like just like placating to her and all this stuff, and made me think of like is she like is the movie trying to show her that she has some sort of mental in- illness and that he's dealing with it the best he can and he has to quit because of it? Yeah, I thought she was like depressed, right? Like yeah. like, like 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 seriously and clinically. Yeah, like, it's clinically, really, yes, hundred like, percent. That's that's the way I saw it. Yeah. Right, or something worse than that, maybe I don't know. Yeah, and um, something that involves medication, right? And right. um, and like, and then like the movie kind of goes with that a little bit. Like halfway through the movie, there's this other conversation where like uh, I'm like. And she starts going in on the like, oh, you're gonna get, oh yeah, you're gonna get a cake, you're gonna get this big uh, burlesque girl with the with the tassels and the tits, which is funny because that's what he got, and I didn't expect that either. But yeah, anyway, yeah. and like, and he's like, he's like placating, he's like making fun of her a little bit on the phone, like you know, away from the phone, like you know, like okay, whatever. And um, I'm like, what's weird? And then the movie goes to this crescendo of those conversations where is she like a brat? And that all he so. had to do was be stern for her to like, be, okay, daddy, kind of thing, because that's how it felt in their last yeah. conversation. And then not only that, but the movie's very ending is him saying he's not going to go to retirement, like yeah. that he's not going to retire today. After he said "fuck you" to the cameras in front of his cabinet, by the way, right. yeah. um, punch that other great, cop. Great little uh, part where he punched that like, right, punch that other cop. Yeah. Gets to know what his captain really thinks of him before all that. Like, why the fuck movie? I was like, that was the one of the worst treatments I've ever seen of a character that I you know very little of. But it's so bizarre how this movie treats like marriage in general because there's only two marriages we really get to see, and they're both really bad. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And one is more believable in the sense like this guy just doesn't see like because we just saw all about him. I mean, we don't see any of her side except that she's kind of like a victim, which is classic '90s wife material in movies right very classic uh, unfortunate but we don't get nothing much out of her other than fear of seeing her ex-husband that's really all we get unfortunately we don't see much of her uh otherwise and uh and then this other wife barbara duvall's car- uh, wife is like bizarre badly written like like it, 
it's, it feels sexist to me watching those scenes. I don't know what to explain. Uh, I don't know how else. I, I honestly thought Robert Duvall fucked that other cop. Yeah, I, I didn't think so, but no, no I, don't, like, I don't think so. I honest, honestly, uh, Robert Duvall also has a very earnest face. I don't I, know if he's I, doing it on purpose. I think <laughs> ever since the loss of their child, this is how I saw it. Yeah, it's, right. It's a little bit of a stretch, and some of it you'll see. But the lo- ever since the loss of a child, he's placated his wife the whole time. Yeah, so yeah. she ended up becoming a brat kind of thing. Also, it is like the fear of like, well, I can't lose her. Also, I'm going to get steak and you're going to put it like, like, right, right, right. But it it felt like he's been this pushover. Yeah. And it shows in his career, right? It shows that no one takes him serious, right? It shows in his career. It shows except for because he took a death job because of her. Right. right? Because he took a death job because of her because he was, she was, he was, she was worried that he's going to die also, right? Even though you're a cop. But also, just like falling down guy, that's his choice. He doesn't have to do that. Exactly right. So there, and, and this it is those things, right? And he he's dealt with that, and he but he's fine with those decisions, right? And so he realizes he's not, and then he's like lashing out, like, "Well, now I want this. Yeah, I've always wanted it, and I didn't yeah. say it." And that's how it is. It is a little bit of a stretch. The movie doesn't do a great job of doing that for you. I have to I have to come up to that my conclusion on myself. The only happy family is that family that was like uh, uh, you know um, uh, staycationing in the pool, right? And the and yeah. the, the rich place. Yeah, yeah, which uh, they got access through what's it called from uh, one of the doctors. <clears> yeah, he's like the gardener or something. Yeah, yeah. Which also that guy handled that shit with class. Hey man, listen, like take yeah. me, don't yeah. worry about it. Like, yeah, hey, yeah. My, my, my family comes first. Yeah, it's funny because like, I get it. I get it. Man. Get how he's making these people. Oh, we, feel. Fo- we forgot about the golf course. Yeah, the golf course scene where <laughs> the, that guy's a fucking r- a rich asshole, right? Oh, yeah, rich asshole. Who but fucking he, but go, also, goes at him? Yeah. Right, and, and, and I get it. Uh, and from his perspective, is like, well, you're on the course, you're in, you're you're trespassing. Yeah. Right. Why shouldn't I treat you like an? Ass- I get they're both assholes, right? Yeah. Why shouldn't I treat you like an asshole? Why shouldn't I treat you? But also, you know, that doesn't come to violence. You're looking at a person less than now, right? Right. That's the difference, right? Yeah. And I get it. So. Yeah, that's a that's a very good uh, example of like they both have equal comeuppance there because yeah. like I feel like not bad for the guy getting a heart. He didn't shoot at him. No. Right. Like. His pills were in the fucking. But at the same time, right, right. He didn't shoot at him, but at the same it's, time, you should you should be like, hey, uh, there's consequences to your actions. So that's the consequence yeah. here, right? Yeah, that was like the one time I was like on his side for the craziness he was on. For the craziness he was on. Uh, it's a very interesting part. Um, yeah, like, again, the movie does a good job of like showing you, like, man, he's not wrong for doing certain certain things that he's doing. I'm like, saying, I get it. Oh, right? we, we, I know, look, it's okay. you know, you, uh, uh, there are. Um, Many it's the night caller of 1993. There are many professionals that can help you, Luke. <laughs> right. Better help. Yeah, but Nightcrawler is sponsored by. Potentially worse. It doesn't care what's like. It just it goes deeper in it more and success. Right. It's way more labyrinthine, I think. Um, it, I, you reminded me of something I was going to say and I forgot. Mm, it's gone. Well, whatever. Well, um, any, anything else on the. Oh, wait. Um, the cop station. The policy of this cop station. Make, Nobody believes. Is he not uh, a, a veteran cop? Is he, like the fact that nobody buys what he's saying. Like, don't you guys see the chain of evidence of events that's going on? Yeah, right. And um, well, from I, the I, robbery I, thing and that. Yeah, that's very unbelievable. But and also, it, I get like he's. It's not his department, so a lot of people call him out on that shit, right? It's also his last day, and everyone's like, "Why are you working?" Right. <laughs> like, and I just think it's it's that uh, that trope because uh, yeah, you don't want to go home to the wife. The, kind of the trope of no, 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 the, the, no, no, the trope of like uh, uh, you get shot on your we, last we day. Don't, we don't care. It's very Robocopish of like this place is to shit already. <laughs> Who cares that you? Why are you caring about a place that's shit? 
Like oh, it's like seven then. It's yeah, it's like seven, but it's also like I, I find the RoboCop also like no one cares except for the one guy and yeah. the one guy who cares. You know, you're right. It doesn't have that trope. You're right. No, you're right. It does seem that way as well. Um, I, I especially like that. Not like I hated it, but you know, I found it uh, interesting seeing uh, when uh, they interview that girl from the gangland shooting. Um, they they got out of her that it was a gang member that they were shooting at only because she probably just said that to shut them up because she she kept saying there was a white cat with a tie. Yeah. But they wouldn't believe that. So, yeah. how many fucking testimonials go that way? You know, I right. wonder about that. Um, like that's not that's not right. That's not what we want to hear. You know, like what we want to hear. Um, that was uh, that was interesting. Um, anything else on the movie? It was good. I still like the movie. I don't love it or anything. I, I found it uh, a little nostalgic watching it back in. And again, that that I, I don't remember that kind of that Robert Duvall's wife bothering me before. Obviously, it did a lot this time, but yeah, <laughs> it didn't twenty years ago when I saw it last. But like, um, yeah, yeah. But uh, other than other than that, it's still like a very entertaining movie, for, especially for nineties and stuff. It was, yeah, I don't think his staying power is amazing because like like Luke mentioned, we have Nightcrawler and other things that are much more sophisticated or much more complicated and interesting in different ways that I think kind of uh, overshot this movie, which is a good thing for art. But it's still an uh, interesting time in Michael Douglas's career because he was still a kind of not an action hero, but he was a hero character. Yeah. Guy. Also, to make him right, to make him look like this, very yeah. dorky looking, yeah. very, uh, yes. yeah. very unappealing was, the whole time. Unappealing. Yeah. There's that pocket protector. Yeah, that's not no, good. He, that looks good. Anything else on the movie, guys? Uh no. Okay, Luke, you good? Uh, yeah. What'd you think overall? I know you're liking it all the wrong aspects of it but yeah i think it was a great movie yeah. it's like luke feels like he's like i wish i could be the right house right, no no he's saying that. i'm finally seen in the world <laughs> <laughs> this is me he is me you know he's saying it like that like morty um anyway uh excellent choice still look I, I poop anyway uh that is it for our review of falling down and that is it for our show you have been listening this for this long ass review show. Uh, you have been listening to another movie podcast. Um, don't forget that we come out every other Wednesday. So next time, I do believe Roth is picking the movie. So Roth, what are those movies we are reviewing right. and introduce our new marathon? Yep, I got you, got you. So um, the new movies, I'm going to do a theater movie, and that's going to be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: nice. Mutant Mayhem. Um, that's the whole name of it. That should be out uh, next week. Um, Unless it's, you know the strikes should be out next week. I mean, um, there's no. I can't imagine it's not coming out. But. Right, exactly. Uh, that's uh, that's the one in theaters. My son will kill me if I don't take him for that. So nice. And the other movie that we're gonna watch is a biopic. So Luke, get happy. Um, <laughs> uh, the movie. <laughs> there he goes. The movie's called Pinball: The Man Who Saved the Game. Uh, this is on Hulu, and it came out I think earlier in this month. Okay. Um, so. It's um yeah interesting about a midwesterner who overturned the New York City's thirty five year old ban on pinball machines. All right, <clears throat> and then uh, our new uh, our newest marathon since uh, we just finished this marathon. Yeah, um, with Luke's falling down, uh, we are going to be doing a double feature or not double feature, but two picks from each of us um, on uh, parody films. So yeah. we're gonna do parody parody of what um, of other movies, obviously. Uh, for example, I'll give you a quick example of a parody film. Plump um, Fiction. In, right, yeah. Perfect. Uh, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, for example. Mm-hmm. Right? 
uh, that would be a parody of the Robin Hood movie, right? Oh, the and story in general, yeah. The story in general, yeah. exactly. Um, things like that. And my first pick, okay, and how I'm doing it in my pick, um, I'm picking one movie that I have seen parody-wise, and then my other pick is going to be a movie I've never seen um, or have wanted to see as well. Yeah. Um, so my first pick, uh, since I get to start the marathon, since it's kind of also... Uh, um, the choice here uh, is going to be don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. <laughs> what year did that come out? 96. 96, really nice. nice. That, was, that was later on. Yeah. So this is a parody of uh, several films, apparently. It's, um, for mm-hmm. instance, it would be Boys in the Hood, South Central, Menace to Society, Higher Learning, and Juice. If you've seen any of those, I've seen yeah, everything I see besides higher learning. Oh, you've seen higher learning? Oh I've man, you guys gotta watch that. I've seen yeah, none of those, it. but I've seen the parody. You ever seen Boys in the Hood? Nope. <laughs> Wait, didn't we watch Boys in the Hood together? Was he? Was no, he wasn't. He wasn't on a review. I don't oh, think, no, no, no. missed um, out. We were reviewed that earlier. Yeah, we did. That um, so yeah, our first anniversaries. That's what it was. Yeah, that's yeah. What that was was yeah. was first anniversaries. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's gonna be uh, my pick. I remember watching the movie a while ago. I haven't seen it in a minute. It'll definitely but... be better look if you see some of these movies. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try I mean, to watch. I'm gonna try to either rewatch because I've seen uh, Boys in the Hood, South Central Menace Society quite a bit, and up to now already. Uh, I'll, I'll try to watch Higher Learning before the movie. If yeah, not, yeah for can. sure rewatch Juice because I haven't seen Juice in forever. So. Yeah, I mean I don't remember Juice that well, but I remember Higher Learning being the the one I think you'll be more interested in. But I'm guessing that I have no yeah. idea. Um, excellent, excellent. Those are going to be the next movies. So, guys, uh, tune in that time. Until next time, I am Oscar and Luke and Ralph. <clears throat> See you later. Look, everything in this world is running exactly on schedule. Besides, to leave, we probably have to wait until the movie's over or something. Well, when is that going to happen?